Ah, hmm. uh, don't mind me, fellas. Just uh, eating up all the drama from this week. Is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> mm, so much drama. You know that I'm eating it up. That's where it was going. Legitimately eating. And just goes like, you know, no idea what I was doing. It's like, dude, I'm using props today. I'm using props today. So. Well done. Well done. I respect yeah. it. It was well worth it. It was well worth it. And I can't tell you the whole thing beforehand. Right. Because I need your genuine reaction. Yes. We have a react yeah. channel now. I when have, always has me. Always has me. When have we not, when have we not just been reacting to this? Yeah. At the end of the day. You know, yeah. oh, oh, Overwatch 2 news. Shall we react? Surprise, <laughs> we didn't just watch the entire announcement here live on our on our channel. Um, yeah. Maybe we should next time. Maybe we should. You know what? We did a co-stream once. Isn't that just a live reaction at the end of the day? Pretty much. Yeah. Are you not just live reacting? Yeah. Like, you're live reacting to a live thing. Yeah. My goodness. But uh, plenty to react to this week. <laughs> didn't expect that there would be this much roster drama or roster movements and other generally related drama but my goodness there has been there's been a lot going on just before we entered week one of stage two mid-season madness um man shit went down everything was everything was happening this week wasn't it <sighs> yeah everything was everywhere all at once a movie i still haven't seen yeah very same good, good movie good movie I've, I've heard fantastic things same Bro. both of you have not seen it yeah, yeah. yeah because it, it didn't run in German cinemas because like I literally have like a movie ticket that I paid 23 bucks for which I, I for which I can't see I haven't mentioned the logistics and financials of that decision that I'm making for my life uh, by the way the patrons are practically paying for that I put that aside for that <laughs> <laughs> you pay for they, this man's podcast listening for. time into a dark room and they've That's paid you for you for. to not have even seen a good movie what's yeah. going yeah. on here? What, the, because what german you? cinemas did like only the artsy fartsy cinemas with like 50 uh, seats and like cocktails at the entrance had that movie for some reason and that's of course Why not include well it's not included in the 23 bucks and i'm a cheap motherfucker <clears throat> yeah you and the new york excelsior we get it i get it <laughs> Okay, I will go for Vulcan. I understand, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor guy. Got the back. You know what? I'm gonna I'll for you guys I'll run a private viewing via Discord. Illegally, of course, but don't tell the police. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll give you guys a private viewing of that movie over nice. Discord. How about that? We're gonna With reaction? Huh? Live react. We can live react to it privately. Live react it together. Only for the tier three subs or live react to it, but <laughs> no one tell the police. Z says, let's let's go what? to the cinema and live react to a movie together. Well, you take your phone into the cinema and be like, hey guys, maybe I'm here at Doctor Strange, mid season madness, <laughs> and um, <laughs> mid season of madness, Doctor Strange, yeah, yeah. watch the movie live. Whoa! And they just keep going the whole way through. Uh, I don't know. Look, yeah. It's good though. No, definitely go check that out. And um, mm. I'm now 20 levels behind server Paragon level, so I'm basically out of Diablo. What I've basically stopped playing now. 
at this point there's no there's no point continuing is there right. I, I will uh, i will say you are pretty dude you were saying like uh i like in the first two weeks i got the battle pass going man i'm pretty deep and i still haven't finished that shit <laughs> <laughs> you haven't finished the battle pass. No, I'm, eight days. Uh, bro, up. I'm, I'm sweating. I'm like, I think I'll need like six or seven more levels. No, no, that's right, because it doesn't all of take McDonald's that long. I didn't, I didn't. Um, so anyway, battle pass. I love battle passes. Oh, Suck my dick. I love it. No, um, no, it's fine. It's fine. It depends. We'll see what the Overwatch 2 battle pass so That will yeah. forever be an ongoing topic. Mm. Um, oh, lots to talk about this week. So let's start getting into some, some topics. And um, the preamble is over now. Found out what everyone's been up to this week. I don't actually know. I, I've, I've been barely doing anything this week. I should have watched more games. And now uh, I'm about to be exposed on this podcast for not watching all of, all of the games. I'm sorry some of them weren't super interesting. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad at least the meta panned out somewhat the way I thought it would. Um, again, it's, it's mostly just a pure prediction. No, in fact, it was, a, it was just a pure prediction for me. I didn't even... I don't didn't talk to anyone about it. I didn't even. I don't think it's a problem to make a podcast uh, that ignores an entire region. I think that's pretty well established. So, episode 241. <laughs> brought to you by Avril Vista Bebe, Battle Crab, Refine Beam, Bronze Bar Buhal, Chari. Philadelphia is more of a stage two team anyway. Chris R34444. Cash67, Lolshin, Porkchop, Sammy, Rick, Sam, Volomel, Spoon, that's your misery. A special shout out to YouTube members Ice Ham, Jello, William, Jesse, Vishman, Vialeman6, AK, and Chris R. Where is even the tip of the iceberg here for the drama this week? I think we started the tip of the iceberg and we work away, work our way down to the bottom of the iceberg. Um, that, it's it's hard. Why don't we just? It's hard nominating. When I say drama, when I say drama, by the way, I'm I'm gonna, I'm just gonna include all roster moves in here. It's it's maybe unfair to call it all drama. It's not all drama, is it? It's just like teams making moves. Yeah. Shit happens. Um, some of it's pretty tame. Some of it's pretty spicy, but most of it's just tame. I would say. Mm-hmm. So, what is the most tame thing that happened in YXL, right? This week, roster wise. Yeah, probably. In YXL is the most yeah. tame one. I think so. Are we talking about? Did we talk about Vulcan leaving yet? No. Did we talk I about think, that last? I think last? that that yeah, I meant the whole one uh, yeah. recruitment, and I think we one. talked about Vulcan. Yeah. Um. Okay. We didn't talk oh, about whole one. We did talk about Vulcan. I think that's how it goes. Right. And at the end of the day, I can't remember what we said on it, but I'm pretty sure, like, it's kind of, like, bad overall in terms of the fact that NYXL just keep fucking around with their roster. Yeah. But also at the same time, I don't think I feel bad for Vulcan because I feel like he got a he got a 30-day bag anyway just because, you know, he didn't really have to do too much. And the Orc NYXL even paid for like, it. Yeah, NYXL's like, hey, Vulcan, would you like some free money for nothing? He's like, oh, boy, would I like some free money? Yes, yeah. please. He got his free money and he fucked off, and that's... That's fine. Like I think I feel. Give me some free. I'll, dude, I'll be a thirty day player for you for no and and not show up. Not because not because you're not gonna play. Yeah, pay me thirty days worth of salary for nothing. I'll happily take that money. You know, the guy's just he basically just walked up and bought a scratchy and won some free money. That's essentially <laughs> what he did. He just, he just got some free money. Yeah. I can't feel bad for Vulcan. He literally just got some free money. Um, it would only be bad if he expected to play, which I, I think realistically you can't really expect yeah. to play in that situation. So let me, it is what it is. Let me ask this. If you apply for a job and have to provide a CV, do you put Overwatch League player on your CV if you're walking? Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah. I mean, I mean now, like... wouldn't care about that 
I think like there's decent respect. It feels like for people having worked in high level positions or like high edge positions in esports now. It's it's not as. I mean, I think what you could do if you're going for like an ultra normie job, what you could do in the future is just like you know, in some in the appendix, just like fun facts about me. Used to be a professional video game player for X franchise league, whatever or franchise team. You just say that. Don't even have to go into detail, you know. Um. Refuse to elaborate, as the kids would say, and then you just don't even talk about it. So you just Look, have it on there for fun. All I'm saying is, if Who Are You gets to call himself Overwatch League champion, then Vulcan gets to call himself an Overwatch League player. That's just fair. I think all the people calling Who Are You an Overwatch League champion is everyone but him. I think yeah. everyone else says that about him more so than he would ever say about himself. Probably. Never heard probably true. I don't talk to him. So I don't actually know, but <laughs> yeah, probably true. I feel like it's a meme that everyone else that's not him came up with. So... <laughs> Ho-1. Uh, confirmed to actually be Ho-1 when it's not Hoi or some shit like that. Um, I checked his Wikipedia, the oh the world's foremost database with factual information. His real his real name is actually Ho-1. Oh, okay. So where's mm. the real name in it? You know, okay. you guys know like Easy Han on mm -hmm. Valiant. His real name is also Easy Han. So we're in like, you know, people calling themselves by their real name meta. Like Sabi Obi back in the day. Wu <laughs> Jae Hong. Choi, Choi Hyobin, mm -hmm. Choi Sehwan, Jake. Even I was gonna say, where are the Western players that I remember? Jake, you know, just calls himself by his real name. Is it Landon? Landon McGee? Yeah. Is it? I think. Is his name actually McGee? I believe so. Here, I will double check because I see London on my list. It sounded like you just made, it is McGee. Yeah, I don't know McGee. why. I hate to say this. I'm sure Landon is a nice guy, but when you said Landon McGee, I'm like, you just make up a name for him. Because it's kind of an NPC sounding name, it, like you just made up. It is very name. much like my next door neighbor <laughs> that nobody's ever seen, Landon McGee. It's like I feel bad. I feel bad for the, for automatically thinking that was a fake name. I'm sorry, Landon. I'm sure he's great. I popped by his stream. He he was playing Minecraft. I'm sure he's doing fine. Um, <laughs> I was like, Joe, you just made up a name. Like, what are you doing? Um. I'm not that clever. Most people probably don't know her one. He used to play under the name Blue Moon, and, uh, and I believe he was actually in Team CC even back in the day. Oh, I have to just check his profile real quick. Let me Google him. Um, okay, he was on Team Cat. He was at least okay. on Team Cat. And he did actually play on Team C during the NetEase 2020 Winter Tournament with a 4 0 BLG. So he did actually spend a little bit of time on Team CC very briefly. That's why I remember him because um yeah he was a flexible under the name Blue Moons. He did actually play under No Hill. Actually, no, he he wouldn't have because No Hill already left CC by then. So technically no, but uh, yeah, he's he's hung around some of those same players and he's actually been around uh, Contenders China for the longest time. He actually has never played in Contenders Korea, despite being a Korean player. I know he was on um the list of p of players being looked at, mm -hmm. uh, not just by New York by the way. So. This is not some... It, it, okay, it is a bit of a random sighting, but it's also not. As far as available flex sports in Korea goes, True. I think he's the next one. Okay. I think he really is the next best dude on the list. Um, and I know this because there was another team that was on a hunt for a player like this. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of preseason hitting into early season. And Ho One was a shortlisted player that another team was looking at, but um, yeah, Ho One didn't end up making the cut. But 
basically my point is it's, it's for NYXL to move in this direction for this particular player who most people probably don't know too much about because he's not like a big name player. Right. Um, yeah, he's definitely been scouted by more than one team. Um, and I so looking through the, who the available flex supports are, the list is pretty getting pretty bare, especially in Korea. I mean, I think the only other guy is like Closet, but he's been passed up enough now. He's 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 almost like a Luke Mino situation. The guy just keeps oh, yeah. getting passed up, and the rest of the players that could be good are just not old enough. And and Hope One's not even old enough. He just doesn't turn eighteen until July twenty eighth, mm. so not even really eligible for NYXL for for quite a amount of time. But he's like the only option left. I think the more interesting decision is that NYXL decided to go for another flex support player. The meme is yeah. triple flex support Lamal. Uh, but do you think they need another DPS or tank? Because I feel like Kellen, can, at this point, like some other teams relying on a solo tank, pr can probably just cover it. I, I don't think they really need another tank. I think maybe they could have looked at another DPS. Mm -hmm. they, I think the one that people are really looking at is like, why didn't they get a main support? Yeah. It's probably the main one. So... That's the criticism so far. Yeah, I mean, you talk about, like, being hung up on, you know, flex supports, but I feel like NYXL is approaching this, like, a little hungover. Um, I don't think there's a world where you need to be two players away from building a team that's entirely a flex support. Um, I don't even know if it's a main support issue, even though I agree with the community sentiment that, you know, that would probably give you tangible like results on server but again this just feels like a team that's just like not getting not not necessarily getting along but nothing seems cohesive about this team nothing about this team like screams like we're, we're really maximizing our potential you look at it you, you talk about kellen you talk about you know yaki we've seen myung be proficient in the past like how is this team playing below their skill level i don't get it i do not understand and i would like to know why we're signing somebody who can't play until the end of July and still needs a visa. I would imagine. Uh, that, that's assuming for me, but they I don't think that's too visa. much of a stretch. They will all need visas, no matter what. Because they're sure. only going Agreed. for clean visas. Yes. I mean, what's the alternative? It's nothing. Literally nothing. Do nothing. Save the money for next year. Put it in your couch and wait. I don't think that's a... Literally put it in a piggy bank for a rainy day, and that rainy day is when Overwatch 2 releases. And then you crack that shit open. Like, it comes out, and he's just like, oh, here we go, boys. We're going to the bank. Listen, yeah, Joe, I'm not sure Joe. if that's a... If they save that money, it would be spent by the NYSL instantly. <laughs> Oof. Just saying. Uh, true. Yeah. That or some NFT bullshit. Yeah. Subliners sub would be like, hey, yo, 50k for free? Let's go, baby. It's like... <clears throat> okay, from my point of view, here's, here's the following thing that's, that I think one needs to think about. I agree you probably should have looked at the main support as well, right? Because, unfortunately, Gangnam German ha didn't have a great time so far this season. Especially his ultimate game has been memefied. By you, specifically. Yeah, I was going to say by who. Who did Literally that, huh? You. It's canon now. It's out of my hands. I birthed it into the world, and now, you know... Okay, Oppenheimer, calm down. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, I think it's, like, to think of Gangnam Jin as a flex support makes even less sense to me. 
I think you gotta play this man on main support now, unfortunately. I don't think he has the skills. Like, he hasn't played flex support for, for a hot minute. I don't think he has the mechanical ability anymore to play that. And I think he would have to catch up. So, if you're not... fault people for, like, looking at him as a flex support. He's played at least, what, two seasons? Yeah. Flex support. I mean, He's a flex support. He's just stuck playing Lucio poorly. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he would get onto flex supports if, instead, for instance, of Mianbong when, once they have a main yeah, support and he would, sure. like, pop off. I think that's just expected to be worse than Mianbong. We got so, the uh, clip of the week, by the way. We got the the this is this is the clipped out of context uh, quote that we just got from Yeska, which is Gangnam Jin no longer capable of playing flex support. Boom, clipping a ship it done. I I think so like you one more has to this man has not played uh, flex support in half a year, right? Uh, At least. I mean, it definitely put him behind. <clears throat> so <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. In my mind, once okay. Hold on to your hat, Joe. It's going to fly off. I think <laughs> it's going to be. It's going. I almost don't. Want, I, I'm. I'm a little pre-embarrassed for saying this, but like I. I feel like we will see once this kid is of age. We will see Ho One play more than Ho Once in the Blue Moon. Boo this man. Boo him in the comment section. Boo him oh. on Reddit. Boo that's a, that's a double whammy. That sucks. <laughs> right. Learn how to be funny. I, look, look at this. I, I'm not sure if you can see it, but like, <laughs> I put that down as a note. Motherfucker needs props. Basically, I think when you read into the signing, you you look into the decision making from NYXL into the New York Excelsior, which is to say that yeah. they value getting a flex support player over any other role. Yeah. Why would they be doing that? So here are, the, here, here are the reasons why they could be doing that. One, they really do not like Myungbong right now. <laughs> they really mm. do not want to be Myungbong. They are trying to get a replacement as soon as humanly possible. Two, um, Yeska's right. Gangnam Jin can't play flex support anymore. He's, he's forgotten. He just doesn't know what he's doing. Um, he simply can't lock in the heroes. He mouses over them and... Uh, his brain will not allow him to click the select button for that particular hero, any of the flex support heroes. Mm. And they, actually, they now have to get a second flex support player to play alongside Myungbong for the current double flex support meta. Um, can, can we get that technology also, rolled out? Can we look at Gangnam Jin's brain, just look at the, the inability to click flex support heroes and implement that into every Overwatch League's player for Sombra? That would be so sweet. So true, Bessie. <laughs> left, who I'll give a free pass to. Hot take, by the way. I think I think in Shanghai this week. We'll get into Preds in the future episode. Shanghai this week could be seeing Lip Lock in the Sombra. That'd be pretty hot. Um, and he's the only player that I'll trust on that here. But yeah. anyway, back to New York. As uh, I'm not gonna let New York off just yet. Um, yeah. So it could be that you know they're looking for someone to play alongside Myungbong, which also at the same time you have to think timing wise doesn't make a lot of sense because mm -hmm. by the time he's eligible to play, I mean how many games. Will they be remaining for him to actually play by the time yeah. he's, he's even there? What I, kind none. of investment I is that? It will be because by then, the regular season portion, the qualifiers portion of Mystic Madness will be over, and you're not even going to get to play the tournament because NYXL is so far behind in points, it's doubtful that they'll make it in. 
Um, and they've already lost uh, their opening two matches. So at this stage, I'm willing to count them out of the tournament entirely. So you've signed a player that you can't even use for the double flex support meta. We don't even know if there'll be a double flex support, right. a, a support meta moving forward. So I'm, I'm actually willing to scratch that theory off the off the list entirely, being like, that's just probably not it. Um, so building for double flexible, unless they are like way ahead of the meta and they've like looked at the crystal ball, like, yes, there will be plentiful more double flexible metas, unless they truly believe that. The more likely conclusion I'd like to make is that they kind of just want to replace Mjolnbong, I guess. You know, they're ready to bench Mjolnbong or get rid of him and get Ho one in instead. Yeah. Um, Eric is saying, like, sign for future seasons, but I just don't, I don't know if I buy that because... Is this what you want? Are you signing him now for future yeah. seasons? Why, why now? Why now? Like, why? Is this someone that you value so highly that you're, you're willing to get him now? Like, I mean... It's not like you're signing fucking proper or somebody. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, is this is this isn't speedily. This isn't like, or even like a spectra. This isn't like some player that you you really have. Oh, dude, if we don't get O one, whoo, some other team's gonna pick him up. He's this is a hot property right at the moment. I did say other teams were looking at him, but even then, I said that those teams decide to go with other options or yeah. just decide to not go with that option. So it's like he's not exactly hot property. So I I don't know if I buy into like signing for a future season when like. Just do that in the off season, uh, you know, and at least then, like the market opens up, and you can see so many other players that you could get in the off season rather than go beeline straight for this guy. I don't know. I I I think the easiest explanation is they just want to replace Millball. That's the easiest explanation that I yeah. could find. I think that's like the the best to your point, like the best explanation when you read between the lines. Like this doesn't make any sense, and it only makes a little bit of sense. If you either assume that the NYXL front office is on that crazy Kaplan loud pack, or they just don't like Mimbo. You you decide. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I, the thing is... It, it does know he doesn't want to share, though. No, I don't know. But the the thing I will say is I also don't see Mimbong as the primary. Um issue here i i think there's a complete mismatch of styles for a lot of it namely between like kellen and yaki getting them on the same page uh seems to be i don't know just like looking at their games it seems disjointed and it's getting better but i'm not sure if it's getting better at the pace that you can be comfortable with they lost a paris yeah with a new player yeah. Looked good. You can't fault Dove for looking oh, great. You predicted in favor of Paris. I know, and then I immediately knee jerked and it was like, oh no, Paris is done. Like Glister's out. He was looking good. Like Dove, while I've heard good things, not this can't this can't be. This is red flag it's city. Bad. And they it's still lost. you can't even be happy for Paris when you printed for them and you're still like, ah oh, fuck, this shouldn't have happened. Well it's not that then, I'm not happy. It's and Yesker here and I, like, we, we I remember we laughed at you last episode. I was like, oh, Joe's going to go for Paris here. And then it happened, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, became, I became from clueless to aware that emote. I'm like, oh, shit. I became aware. I was like, fuck. Joe actually printed and he was right. And I'm just sitting yeah. here like, oh, damn it, New York. I was right down. until I was wrong. Yeah. I didn't have any faith. We'll see if that continues, though. Check out Preds. But with New York, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I get it. Yaki, Kellen, I don't know. They can't get along at the dinner table. Whatever, bro. Like, I'll still go that far. Team. No, <laughs> I, I know. Manufacturing drama. 
it's not i say that hyperbolically if like i don't know if they're not getting along but like if you look at the server performance you look at their skill like is it that crazy to assume that like things aren't necessarily cohesive in the let's locker just, room like i don't know no 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 no. let's just keep it on the field and let's just assume sure. that the teamwork like, is not there let's let's not let's not start making assertions about anything off the field that we don't know about uh, that's completely so no, no, we're gonna we're gonna nip that one in the bud. Joe's talking shit. That does that's not yeah. a that's nothing not new a, here. Don't worry about it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he'll be okay again. Not a not a insane pickup. This is the yeah. bed that New York have to sleep in. Sadly, um, that's my problem with New York. My 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 big take for New York that is the coldest take in the world is that they probably should have just stayed in APAC. Yeah. Honest to God, because. Moving to NA as a full Korean team with only five players in a situation where you can, because you want to remain a full Korean team, you you can't get any Western players. Uh, Vulcan doesn't count because he was never going to play. Mm-hmm. You're just shooting yourself in the foot. So either either they should have gone to NA as a mixed team or stayed in Korea as a Korean team. And I think moving to NA as a full Korean team was a mistake. Um, and before people were like, well, what about like, Washington, um, results aside, I think at least Washington have established themselves to be able to do that from a previous season. They have a bigger roster, and that to me is the bigger, biggest difference because they at least have the roster depth to play with if things aren't going right. They have Kalios of Mag isn't playing well. Don't forget they have about a third DPS. Vigilante's coming in if they have issues on the support line. Like they're settled, you know. They they have the roster depth to make shit work because some version of that roster between five players is going to be one that works for them doesn't mean they're going to win all their games like even the one that works for them doesn't mean they're going to win everything but it just means they're not being like held back by major roster issues um well even if they are they've at least got options to try in different pieces and just try and work it out new york just don't they don't even have that option so it is quite sad um that being said i think the, the org, the New York NYXL org, probably have the infrastructure in New York to kind of get it done. But then again, we go back to the point of like, okay, if that's going to be your angle, then play a mixed roster, play a Western roster. Yeah. I don't know. But I, yeah. I like, is there is there a world where like the bright move, like in future hindsight, is to maybe even keep Vulcan and just build for 2023 in a fully Western core? Like, I don't, uh, at this point, I don't well, yeah, of now, course it's not happening this year. Yeah, it's gonna have like, to be an offseason thing for sure. I is it is it even feasible to save the season at this point? Like, do you not just start the offseason now? You can't import well, Korean players right now. It's how start an offseason when no one else is in the offseason to start an offseason. You're just so other, far ahead. You're just looking people, that far ahead. You're scouting now. Ahead of the ball. To, other teams have to be willing to be in a position to start trading and all that kind of stuff. Sure. You yeah. can't actually be in an offseason before an offseason starts. Uh, unless you're like only going for tier two players, but at this point the tier two well has been dried up pretty comfortably. Stop cranking so out the no ayahuasca takes again. Oh, this early into the episode. I think I think if I think New York could feasibly sign a a bottom mid table. I don't. I think they could sign a Western roster for cheaper than what they have now. I'm guessing again. I'm I'm speculating here. I think they could sign a cheaper roster and still perform slightly better than they are now. 
it sounds like a lot of gymnastics to go through to just end up in the same place. So I don't expect anything to change for New York Not this, year. this year. I agree. So, okay, what's the next? Now that we move down the iceberg, what's next on the iceberg? We did bring up Paris. Do we want to speak on that? Yeah, that's also not. Yeah. I think the um. Actually, let's redo it again. The top of the iceberg is Atlantis science analyst silence. I always mess it up. It, boom, they're well done. Um, cool. Just normal, no drama. Good on you, Atlanta. Done. Boom. Then we have instead of the pain. See, I made instead of pay. Yeah, because DePay said in my interview with him that he uh, coached them as an assistant coach for week one. Boom. Blame DePay if Atlanta lost in week one. Gotcha. Um. Moving down the list, so that's not even an official topic. We're just gonna fly by that one. That's just gonna yeah. be a bit of a drive by, like just trying to introduce some drama into. I, I got you. I got you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna head into the any of the APAC stuff yet. That's up yet because that's that's definitely at the bottom of the iceberg. So yeah. it's, we got to stay in NA because we have to talk about yeah. Paris, Glister gone, Dove in. Let's talk about the Glister thing first. Mm-hmm. Where do we go with this? Because Glister was actually, there was a tweet from, I believe it was Glister. He was on a plane to Korea and everyone thought he was just going to go for a vacation. You know what I'm saying? One of those OG so mental yeah. vacations. Sure, 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 sure. Um, you know, just to clear his mentality into Korea. So I thought, yeah, he's going to Korea, but he'll come back, right? Doesn't come back. Mm. He's off to the service. You know, he's off to the gas station to buy a pack of cigarettes. And that's the last time you see your dad. Um, just doesn't come back. So, you know, he, <laughs> yo, Kristen Glister just being gone for cigarettes is fucking wild. <laughs> like that, just <laughs> that framing of it. He's coming back, you know. Guys, I'm just gonna go to Korea for a little bit to get some cigarettes. I'll see you later. I'll, I'll see you next week, guys. Doesn't Jeez. come back. Uh, no. Okay. What actually happened is so there was a there was some commentary from. Uh, let's just see what Avala said. So Avala's Avala's publicly stated this decision has nothing to do with competitiveness we all agree that glister has been performing exceptionally well throughout the tournament i can understand how hard it would have been for both sides to adjust to a western centered team setting so that makes it seem like there was some difficulty for glister to adjust to a mixed team environment or a western team environment even though i think the you know the neg the the people opposing that state would say that well glister was on the shock and that's a western mixed team so what changed here like it does it does seem pretty peculiar that that was the kind of reasoning and even then they're working with a korean head coach as well yeah. and jmac who's also glister's friend like they were ex-teammates so it's like what's the problem is it is it just the added difference of losing as well like you're getting slammed on paris like you're, you're losing every game that's obviously draining your sure mental can't help. now you know he's still out of korea he's on a western team and it's mm. just all trending downwards is that what is going on and then and then what he's just like i'm done i'm out of it i'm finished could be. i mean i think that's that's probably a fair line of reasoning to kind of explain this because like you said he looked good so far so good uh, i was kind of excited to see him grow with the team and you know see paris this stage kind of bounce back um and they have um which i think speaks to 
how well mm -hmm. they've pivoted, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's been a little ruthless, but you can't fault them for not trying, right? They're whoa, 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 sorry, what the are you means. implying? Are you implying they cut Glista for Dove? I think that's... I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's implicit in what I'm saying, but I think that, like, you could definitely... I think the public definitely sees it that way, right? Like, I oh, don't, it's not I a culture fit, so do. we get rid of him and we get Dove. I feel like Glista left. Could be. Could a be. mutual decision. What I, what I gather from this was a mutual decision. This wasn't, like, Paris is like, Glista's not good enough. That sure. can't... That is... 100% not the conclusion here. Yeah, yeah. Because Glister was not underperforming on that team. I don't think Glister was a problem on the team. It was like, no, Glister no. sucks. Absolutely not. So it's not, they're not cutting him because he's not good enough. Yeah. I don't think they cut him at all. I think Glister just genuinely was done. Like he was, he, he mentally checked out of that team and he wanted to leave. That's my, that's my interpretation of events. If I was the guess. I think that's fair as well. Um, yeah, uh, I, again, like, even if you don't think that it was a cut and replace move or a, you know, however you want to spin that, like, they've done a good job of, of pivoting when they have to or when they want to, let's say. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Um, I think you have to kind of celebrate them, right? Like, you, you, oh, you close the week uh, competitive against the Gladiators in some facets, which is difficult to do, and then, you know, beating New York, which isn't a guarantee, with how Paris looked last stage, right? It's it's not that's not an easy game to just say, oh yeah, Paris won. Easy, easy 3-0, right? Like, no, like that was a well-fought game. I think Dove looked outstanding. Um, and this is a team that like looks to be on the mend a little bit. You know, maybe I had a schedule even with all the things considered, right? Even with the red flag of like, oh, well, what happened with Blister? Is that like a sign of things to come? Doesn't seem like it is. It seems like things are getting better. I don't think Paris really wanted to make more roster moves happen if they didn't have to. Sure. So let's kind of force the hand a little bit here is again my my read. Mm. Jessica, did you are you thinking something similar or did you? You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking like the the screen that we currently have on from the uh, Paris tweet, bro. I I can't concentrate because this community. I'm I'm tilted beyond the belief. So. Some moron tweets, watch Paris drop Khan and Dredro now. Maybe axing players after 3-0 isn't a good move. After, like, the week after they dropped Naga. And then that guy, not having predicted that Glister was going to be dropped, is trying to get social credit for getting the act of dropping a player, which wasn't a drop, it was a mutual decision to get rid of them, Trying to equate, like, no, that's, that's when you, like, this is, this is the Halo school of argument. This is, like, where you say, like, I'm sorry, this is, you're wrong! Halo Cortana? This, <laughs> bro, this tilts me off the planet. Apply some granularity to your life. You got that shit fucking wrong. And, just, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so done. I'm so done, bro. I'm so done. Okay. People, this is people working off TMZ brain. You've been infected by TMZ brain, and all you can think of, like, I'm going to look at everything through the lens of TMZ. How would I approach? How would I interpret these events through only a pure drama perspective? And that's mm -hmm. how you get to the result. Speaking of Halo, you mentioned Halo. Halo says, "I can confirm 
at least from my sources, that the difficulty in adjusting to a Western roster was the fact for Glister's mutually agreed release. Feel this is important to get out there in a day of questionable organizational moves or organization moves. <clears throat> so, uh, Halo corroborates what Avala says with maybe a little bit more detail, only a tiny bit more detail. And yeah, that's why I like from my perspective, it seems like if I was to guess, Glister asked to be traded, or actually, maybe he just asked to be released. And Paris is like, okay, and they just did it. And they worked out, got a dove in over the over the break. Uh, well, they 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 had a break. Not everyone had a break, but they certainly had a break in terms of not making the tournament. <sighs> um, seems like if I was to really break it down and like kind of read between the lines even heavier than that, I'd say that Glister probably was on his way out partway through the Omen Six. Not even at the end. It's not like he, in my opinion, he probably didn't even play through six games and said, "I'm done now." He probably thought about leaving. And I'm just, this is where I'm starting to talk shit, and I'm, I'm guessing here as well now, like maybe three to four games in, they're already 0304 down, mm. shit's looking bad, mm. and he says to Avala, I think I'm on my, on my way out. Mm. And she's like, cool, give us a little bit of time, let's play out the stage, see what happens. This is like, okay, plays through 0-6, he goes back to Korea, Paris starts moving in to sign Dove or whoever the hell they can get. Because, yeah. again, because getting players in and making roster moves is not like a, it's not a 24-hour turnaround oh, for sure. and some people kind of forget that like some people like i don't know like some people thought that they dropped naga and they just got wobbed the next yeah. day like oh it was only what? after two oh, games well it was just two games how could they drop him after two simple overwatch league games yeah, so that would have had to happen over like a reasonable period of time there's no there's it's, yeah people are just like oh the two games they dropped it's like no they would have been working on that for longer than two games, guys. Um, so yeah. just being in active communication with your replacements is probably already a good start, right? Um, I will say also, I'm not sure if it applies to this situation, but generally speaking, teams aren't like the dominus in the gladiatorial arena that just make their play, you know, fighters go out there, right? Like generally speaking, also historically speaking. A lot of teams are forthcoming when someone doesn't want to be there anymore, right? Like the same has been true for Atlanta. Um, sometimes you can't, right? Like sometimes you you cannot because you don't have the required amount of players because there's no replacement or whatever. But generally speaking, like teams realize that there's little utility in having someone be there that doesn't want to be there. Um, so... I, I think, like, whatever happened there, it, it's just a weird situation as well, being the only Korean player on a team, right? L yes, your coach is Korean as well, but, like, in-game, in it's like a... It might be a different cultural aspect. Of course, Glister has played in a hybrid roster, but at least you have someone that shares that experience with you, right? Um, so I, I imagine it was probably pretty hard. Also, going from one of the best regular season teams last year to one of the worst regular season teams. And like recalibrating to losing a lot is a hard task. And we find that to be true very often also for highly co uh, successful contenders players when they come in, need to learn to lose. Right. So yeah, I think th this all sort of works out as I, uh, I, or like it makes sense that this happened. Let's say that. L losing, by the way, compounds 
negative things going on because you could have negative shit happening in your team that you then just kind of ignore because you're winning because it's like i mean there's problems but fuck it we're winning so let's just keep going right yes. but when you start losing it's like well now those problems become problems that you can't ignore because um, you can't really at least you know and that's that's kind of well we don't have to name names here with different teams but there are certainly teams of the past and in, in previous seasons where there had been internal issues but the team just kind of soldiered through it because while well, they were winning so yeah. everyone just kind of brushed it under the rug because yeah. you know we we can ignore these we can ignore our internal problems since we're winning anyway fuck it it's just it, it works so let's just keep going with it yeah and it never got addressed because they were winning but as soon as you start losing boom it is a problem yes agreed okay. so dove 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 mm. good joe North American contenders expert. Yeah. Show. I the mean, uh, world's foremost North American expert. Let's go. An encyclopedic knowledge, one might say. Um, it's definitely not the case. But the, from the people that I have talked to, um, it's definitely a name that has kind of circulated the short list of people they expected to be promoted. Um, somebody that, you know, has the talented marker around them, is very skilled, is, you know, gifted in some ways. Um, and it showed. I think that like his performance on map five in this series against New York kind of shows what people have been talking about with Dove. Um, and I think this speaks to kind of circle back to a point we were talking about earlier. I think of with New York, um, about like the talent pool in NA. And there is some people, there are some players that like can hang. Maybe not championship winning, but good enough to play. Right, and I think that's kind of where Paris needed somebody good enough to play, and it seems like Dove maybe even ex is exceeding those expectations. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I thought it was a great performance. I think this like really put some wind in their sails. I think the meta like I don't know if it suits them, but they have the depth in terms of tank. We've always bigged up their support line. Dreidro and Con are fantastic. Um, yeah. DPS line now looks like it's online with Wub and, you know, your Wub and Fully friends. American DPS line. Yeah. Both Wub I'll and Dove look good. I don't know if I'm going to be predding him, but we'll see. Okay. Well, best of luck to Wubba Love Love Dove Dove here. Um, okay. Mm. I don't, I don't, I think, you know, it's good, good opening. I think it's positive signs for Paris yeah. moving forward. That being said, I think it was probably, even though I printed against them, probably an expected win for them in terms of like, this was a very winnable game for Paris. Looking at Paris's future um, schedule here, when do they even next play? They play Boston uh, at the end of this They have week. London. Oh, holy shit. They got a very spicy game coming up versus London. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Paris versus London is going to be nice to look at. They have a Toronto game. These are some winnable These games, are winnable, guys. Yeah. Boston is well. Holy shit. These are some really winnable games here. Mm -hmm. um, they lost the Gladiators. Understandable. Yeah. The fact they beat New York. I, can they make the tournament still, or are they out? Are, like, are they too far behind? I mean, How they, many points there's... do they need? If they won five more, would they still make it? They'd be at six points. Is that no way. too low? You need seven. Eric says you need seven points. So they can only get six. Wait, no, they can't even get six. They can only get five. Yeah. 
because they started on zero points and they lost the glads which means they can only win four more to get five points yeah five yeah. doesn't That's sound like it's good enough because five only gets you even with washington yep. and washington currently uh tied with toronto for eighth place at five and if either of those teams get one more win which they probably will let's be fair paris out that's sad mm-hmm. Un- unfortunate kind of um and this, this would also there. like predict an upset with atlanta to end like their stage their that end of their stage that match is against atlanta which like let's oh, be honest that didn't not, look that far yeah that's not happening so they would yeah yeah okay well you know i think if we remove the mid-season, if we remove the kickoff clash tournament points, then I guess both Toronto and Washington with one less point, mm-hmm. that would yeah. definitely help out. Doable, that would yeah. definitely help things out. But you would still only expect that Paris can only win four mm-hmm. matches here at the most in this stage, which is probably still not enough, sadly. So it's improvement. That's, that's the next three. The next three should still be winnable, though. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Paris can do. Them. I'm, I'm getting ready to begin pretting in favor of Paris yeah. again. Just I'm nice. ready to start pretting in favor of them again. Okay. Further down the iceberg we go. Mm. Let's keep going down. Let's choose. Who, who, which team do we go for? Let's actually no. It goes Guangzhou and I think Valiant at the bottom of the iceberg. Okay. What do you guys reckon? Surely Valiant at the bottom of the iceberg. Yeah. Let's go Guangzhou mm-hmm. charge. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's head over to APAC. We're done with the pedestrian shit. Let's get into the hardcore drugs over in APAC where you're going to need him to understand. You're going to need to be psychedelic to understand what the hell's going on over here with some of these teams. Eileen actually got cut. So in terms of understanding players being cut or dropped or, you know, mutually agreed to release or whatever it is, you know, some of that can be obfuscated but as far as looking at APAC goes man these guys don't make it mess around they they are pretty straight up with what their intentions are and um Eileen got cut 100% they cut him they cut him out big time um you would have previously have said that Eileen was a franchise player mm-hmm. man didn't get to play a single game so far this season and now he's gone and there was actually rumors there was some like uh, fan rumor that Eileen was on the chopping block and I found that so hard to believe. It was like, that's just not okay. You can't, yeah, no way. Eileen's not on the chopping block. And now he's gone. But I, I don't know if that's just f- like certain fans kind of getting lucky with that, being like, oh, a bit kind of almost yeah. like the, uh, that, that whoever that person is, be like, oh, I guess uh, Khan and Dredro next. Or, you know, kind yeah. of just saying it out of spite and not even, no knowledge. They're just kind of saying it just because. Um, or whether there was actually some actual evidence to suggest that Eileen was on the way out. In either case, let's go over the statements, mate. Let's go over the Guangzhou statement first. Let me find out the tweet. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I believe they made a couple of tweets here anyway. So, initial tweet says, Guangzhou charges part of ways with Eileen. We have done so after careful consideration of relevant factors, including risks to our team from inappropriate personal conduct as well as the future development of our team. <sighs> so that's a that is Charge. a chunky bit of language right there. Yeah. That is a lot going on in that language. Um I mean you you could have very easily have just said thanks man. Appreciate it. See you next time. 
had a good time, boom, done, out of there. But they went as far as, like, kind of calling him out, even, in an official release announcement. Like, holy crap. Relevant factors including risks to our team from inappropriate personal conduct. What even does that mean? Did he? What did he do? Uh, there, were, there are some rumors. I'm not sure if it's worth stating um, something about having two girlfriends at once or something. Um, but then yeah, again... But why would that have any impact towards him being a player? Yeah, I don't know. It's like... I'm not, I, I'm not advocating for for him, you know, doing whatever in his personal life that's morally ambiguous or sure. maybe ethically frowned upon, but it's like, that's his fucking business. What has that got to do with the team? Well, to a degree, like, it gets part of the t being the business of the team, right? Like, we had that in a different esports recently with Boomich having to leave Navi, right? And that was a little bit more severe, arguably, because his wife made... A lot more severe. Yeah. yeah. Made comments there uh, and also dragged him further personally. Um, but, yeah, I think to a true degree, you got to protect your brand. And once again, like, we don't have the insight into what... Maybe this is an indicator of things to be released or they were confronted with hard evidence of something, Possibly. you know? Yeah. Unless, so. okay, I'll, I'll bite. I will bite. You got you throw out the fishing line, and I will bite your skin. Let me go down that road with you. The real, the the only way I think that's like truly relevant in terms of impact to the team is if there was significant, uh, you know, significant um, kind of fan outrage from the Chinese sector right. about that kind of thing. If there was, mm -hmm. if they got lashback from that, um, and you know. Fans are really upset at him, and it was super damaging to the team's brand. Then I could see it. I, that in that scenario, I fully buy it. And maybe I'm maybe from the Western perspective, it's a little bit more biased because we don't get access to that, we don't see that. You know, no one's reported on that. We only get to we only know these things if somebody who translates stuff from the Chinese fan base says something about it. Yeah, no one said anything about that. So I I I don't know. I don't feel like it's yeah, I, I I still kind of believe, and I'm also looking at it from a Western lens as well, like from a Western perspective. I feel like most Western fans wouldn't care about that, and I can confirm that just from looking at the responses, reading through the different threads, talking about Eileen, and every time someone brings up like, oh, you know, he did some shit with you know his girlfriend and blah, some other thing in terms of like, not like you know, not like breaking the law or anything, but just in terms of, oh, he might have cheated on his girlfriend, he might have had another girl, something like that, just some personal life mm -hmm. drama. And most people would be like, yeah, well, that doesn't have anything to do with his playing career. So those things shouldn't be related. Like, is it, that, that shouldn't be. There's a threshold for sure, right? Um, and if he broke the law, if he was, if he was abusive, or if he, if he, if there's, of course, yeah. you know, if there's a, there, there definitely is a threshold. There's a line that you, that yeah. if he did cross, that would, that would certainly make things different. But as far as we're aware, that, you know, that wasn't what happened. Yeah. And I will say there have been. Like, in the past, we got people out of here for not breaking the law, but definitely breaking some moral ethical guidelines, right? Um, so, I think there is, depending on severity, there is a, a threshold to be made where it's actually harming your brand. Then again, once again, we don't know enough to talk with any authority on this. Um, but... Like the way Eileen portrayed it in his personal comments, 
made it seem like it was for a different reason. Once again, two th sides to every story. So, yeah, I don't know. All right, can it's I wildly speculate? Yeah, go, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. don't, don't do, go this, too long. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wildly speculate, Jeez. and I'm gonna say the authorities have been called, and Aprita is joining the team. Hmm. And I mean that like hyperbolically, like they're delivering him like on a silver platter, not like somebody's going to jail. The thing is, be very clear. Here's here's the difference, just, right? Tries to... Just for that, just for that, you're not gonna get a pretty. You're gonna get Jimmy instead. No. Okay. Since since we've already like gone into the the era of pretty heavy speculation, right? There are two types of how you can get rid of players if you don't want them, right? Mm. You can either terminate their contract. And that has to be done by the specifications outlined by the contract. I have no idea what kind of an agreement Eileen has, right? Like, d does he maybe still have a very old contract? Does he, um, and therefore the, the minimum 30-day doesn't apply to him. Maybe he has negotiated a much longer period of uh, having to pe be paid out severance, right? Therefore making it like an economic burden to uh, fire him. And if you want to bring a predator in, for instance, then um, like either having him or not having him, theoretically, there's a there's a way, as we saw in like season two, season three for Dallas and, Tex uh, and Houston, you got to pay the full price. There is but also a way in which there are four cause terminations. Um where you can terminate a contract based on contract violation by the uh, by the player, right? So, without knowing anything here, this seems to indicate that, at least from the outline, that sounds like something that could trigger a four-cost termination. If you um, have done sufficient harm to the brand of the team, then even without having done anything illegal you can have your contract terminated i believe that process has to be proof of the leak i'm not 100 percent sure there um it's not a payout right they don't even have to pay you out you just spend you it. don't have to be paid out you correct just, you're just gone correct and there are other areas of focus terminations where for instance let's say you don't get a visa to the to the location that you are expected to play as then it's within the discretion of the team to give you a severance it's like the the Overwatch League can send you home without uh, having any any severance issued to you, and can definitely undercut the amount that you negotiated because it is a for for cause termination. Okay, and once again, like all the legalese terms, I have no security in them. I don't know anything about American law. If it's not called for cause termination or severance or whatever, like. I use them functionally here, here or metaphorically, not strictly legally, right? Um, so I, I think from the outside, this could be such a play, right? That if if it is actually, if some something happened, and on top of that, the salary is also too high to maintain them while someone else is coming in, then you can bundle those up. Um, of course, it's like a... Like my understanding from from translations is is that this fact the, the um, of whatever transpired there has been known for a while. So it is weird to drag this out and have have this be the case. 
which makes me think there should be something else that allows Guangzhou to make the case for a four-cost termination. Then again, rumors always had it that there are different rules for teams in, in China as to what they can do uh, with their players. And it is not under the same rigorous process that, for instance, something in, in A would have to be done, right? Even though I will say, right, I've heard pretty bullshit uh, forecast termination rumors in the past, right? So, um, yeah, it's it's a weird situation, especially if what Eileen says was communicated to him is correct, and he wasn't actually given a a, a reason other than that his salary was too high. And then, if your salary is too high and you want to get rid of them, well, you got to do it within the outlined minimum severance uh, duration, or rather the amount, and get him ri get rid of him that way, you know, or sell the contract. Of course, that's all always also an option. Then again, who's paying for the buyout that Eileen likely commands in this? You know. Let's add some context before we move further. So Eileen had a response that he posted on Weibo about his release from the charge. It's been translated now by uh, someone who's usually a pretty good translation source, which is uh, Chengdu Hunter's facts. This time it would be a Guangzhou fact. Thanks to the fans and internet onlookers who are concerned about this, the events of my release number one. June 13 to 17, participated in scrims. June 17th, did a photo shoot at 10 a.m., training as usual in the afternoon. It's actually got a timeline of events, by the way. June 18 to 19, took a two-day break. At 4 p.m. on June 20th, the manager and the head coach told me that because my salary was too high, they had to they had decided to release me. I had to sign the contract right then and there. Thank you for your concern. I will keep working hard to stay competitive and maintain my skills. See you in the arena. One of those last lines has me concerned. I had to sign the contract right then and there. What does that even mean? Did he just have to sign a release yes, or something what is he signing here yeah i don't know what it what it would be um and you definitely don't have to do anything right I, I, okay wait i don't know chinese law no idea if you don't have to do anything but like it seems like a legal system that <laughs> requires you to sign a contract like that is probably not the case here right um yeah I, i'm not sure um it's probably a way for them to waive the severance or cut it down and not like maybe forego a four-cost termination. I'm not sure what, what the stipulation there is. We don't have enough sign, information. And he, has, and he has to sign that I agree to this. I agree to just leave without you paying me shit is essentially what I assume may, may, I, I, don't know, I don't know what else he could be signing. I don't know what the fuck he else I could think, be signing. I think maybe like he's getting his He's getting less than the amount of the severance, but they are not, you know, going through the whole process of having that entire thing reviewed by the league and whatnot. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the... It seems weird. Like, I don't think anyone... I don't think any player should ever... Well, I don't think they should, but whether they will or not, I guess it depends on how smart a player is. But it seems strange that a player would look at a situation where they're being cut and then the organization says, also, we want you to sign a document that says you're not going to get paid shit. And the, and the player's just like, sweet, I will do that. I will happily sign a document that says that you will not pay me anything. 
It could that be. Seems like a fucking stupid thing to do. For yeah. Anybody. I mean, to be fair, like if I'm a player and let's say I have a 60 or 90 day severance duration, I'm saying to okay. What people need to understand is like the severance is just the amount of money you get. So effectively, let's say a 90 day severance would be salary worth the, your annualized salary worth for three months. So your total salary. Uh, times one fourth because three twelfth of your contract, right? So, like, if they want to do that in less, I think there's a world where you say, okay, I'm taking less in order to not have to go through the hoops of having to sign a lawyer, the legal battle, the time it takes. Maybe I'm even sitting on the lawyer uh, fees in the end. Would you even need to go that far? I mean, surely this could be be settled within the league, as in, you know, you take it to the league, the league office deals with it, and you don't even have to go to a lawyer. Or am I am I am I thinking it's that too easy? It should, it should be that. Be it should be the case. I'm not sure if I'm trusting the league as a player in that situation. I mean, that's heavy. If the league, if you can't trust the league from that position, then also like bro, the, the keep in mind the owners have a vested. Sorry, the league has a vested interest to keep owners happy. Why would they be deciding? Like, there's no, they they are not an an impartial third party negotiating between the the teams and the players, right? Like, it's unfortunately like just a power differential. I hate there. that you're right. I hate that you are right about that. Fuck. That is actually true. Oh. Once again, we are making it sound here like Guangzhou are definitely the bad guys. Depending on what kind of story is behind this, they're completely within their rights. I think as Overwatch League fans, we have stories where it's definitely like, yep, no, that, like, we had stories where this is absolutely, like, warranted. And yes, get the fuck out of my office, basically, type of shit, right? So, um, I, we need more information. Yeah. Because you have two conflicting statements here. One that says Eileen did something behind the scenes that the org didn't like, and that was cause for termination. And another from Eileen that says, no, that wasn't the case. They just didn't want to keep me on because I was too expensive. Yeah. Those two, seem, two, two things seem contradictory, which is why we have an issue here. Uh, and I don't think, you know, it, is, does sound, it does sound mutually exclusive. It can't be both. Oh, could it be both? I mean, it could be both, but it feels like it has to be one or the other, generally speaking. Um, yeah, it's it's like I I can't even imagine a scenario where they wanted to get rid of the player, but told him something else in in hopes that it wouldn't explode, and then it exploded. Maybe there's something like a like a prisoner's dilemma situation there where that's rational, and then they just like. Try to. What do you mean? Well, it explodes because they write on the damn thing. Oh yeah, you know inappropriate conduct. It's like yeah. If you're gonna write that in the statement, then people are gonna get curious. Like yeah, it's true. Actually, that makes it different. Yes. You can't, you've you've now Barbara Streisand yes. your own damn thing. Yes. Like, no. You can't do that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. No. Like that. Them po posting that in tweet at least in indicates that there uh, is something more or a play for for cost termination. But once again, we don't know. We don't know even know how really organizations are held accountable in, in APAC, right? Um, so, yeah. the end result of this is we move back to what Joe was talking about. He's speculating about a player signing. 
I guess the only thing we have now is, okay, well, what does this mean for the future of the Guangzhou Charge? Will they be bringing on another play? If they do, most likely, almost guaranteed to be a player from their academy team. Um, well, I guess at least they still have an academy team. Hey, if you have an academy True. team, I guess this is what it's built for. Um, it better not be Jimmy. Oh my Jimmy god. He, okay, uh, listen. He did he did kind of pop off in the preseason in like that one tournament. I saw your video. He did look, you know, that little flick. It was a nice flicker, you know, it was good. But I mean it's a Prita. <laughs> it's a Prita. Okay. I think the other I think the final thing I have to say about the Eileen situation is the salary comment does kind of make sense in a way is because yeah. he is one of the original players from Guangzhou in the first two seasons they played in, and it's very likely that he's signed on an old contract where his contract could be worth a lot of money considering players from 2019 2020 probably were on those much bigger contracts as far as salaries are concerned and the adjusting uh for salary amounts didn't really come through until i would say 2021 when players were starting to come in on much cheaper salaries instead um for good reason i would say in some cases so maybe he did cost too much it's um He should have let go of him in the offseason. I feel like it's kind of scummy to do it midseason, is, is, is my response to that. Alrighty. Shall we get to the bottom of the iceberg? We'll speed through this one in a way. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll spend a little bit of time on it, but we've still got to get to a little bit of recap here. Mm -hmm. uh, this ends up being the drama episode instead of the recap episode. It's week one, guys. I mean, with some stuff to recap, we'll see. Um, <laughs> the LA Valiant. I thought they'd be out of the crosshairs a little bit, but no, they couldn't help themselves. They really could not help themselves we kind of touched up this last week over the whole marvel thing but now we've got the official signing of uh molly in there as well and you know further comments from teammates and team members about different things some rumors dispelled um and some other things just getting even crazier because we have a situation where practically the the players have pretty much confirmed that they are indeed putting their own money into to getting marvel on a 30-day and i believe it's confirmed that marvel is playing on a 30-day he's not he's not signed fully for the entire year um dm made comments on his stream about it about getting marvel in for 30 days and everyone kind of contributing to that um the crazy one. Did we talk about this last week? The crazy one was Hacker coming on in his stream and saying that essentially he wasn't even being paid to be a player on the team. Because I think, last, no, we didn't talk about Because last week we were like, man, why didn't they drop Hacker for Marvel? That's what they yeah. want to do. Bro, he ain't even being paid. They can't even drop Hacker because my guy doesn't have a salary. <laughs> you can't drop a person that's not even being paid. How does, how does that, that work? Am I, yeah. am I dumb? Or yeah, how does that work? How are uh, you assigned to the team without a minimum salary? Where's that salary going? What are you paying for? Yeah. What? Are you freely donating your entire salary back to the team I, or something? I don't like. understand how we have an Overwatch League front office, and this is like, I hope this is being investigated. This just doesn't seem... It is being, I can tell you it's being investigated. Thank Jesus. But still, I don't man. know what will come from it, but like, this is really strange. It's it's also like one of these stories in a vacuum would would just be like oh yeah the organization is just like once be, someone's being dummy thick the thickness of our dummy thickness right now 
across the league makes this like uh, come on man like someone's got to take the reins here and just like I'm, about to I'm gonna take the reins and throw you in horny jail you keep talking about thickness i mean that's just on you if you can't keep it in your pants i don't know what i just said um but the yeah i, I don't know like i mean players already near minimum or at minimum i don't know the specific numbers like weighing in there, and yes, there's a pretty big difference between a 30 day. That then I could I could see like he's been signed on a 30 day. You try to like de demonstrate value to the organization that like with Marvel you are now performing better, so therefore the investment is worth their dollars. Especially just right after you already have signed uh, Molly, and that one was on the way as we found out. Uh, during Marvel as well, as you probably can infer by the fact that we already have a Molly graphic, which the, that takes a very, very long time. Um, but and we'll definitely talk about graphics later. But the yeah, I think generally speaking, we now need to just clamp down. Like all of this is clown shoes right now. Like this is like, the the critical mass of just these strange news that look very unprofessional coming out just ha has serious reputational damage issues for impli and implications not just for the franchises that are operating but for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm one of the organizations that do it by the book, I am pissed because like the the you're all in the same boat and someone like instead of like getting water out of the boat that's currently like has several holes in it like uh, s some dudes are like putting the water in or some or like uh, i don't know it's it's exactly the thing uh, that I you have, shouldn't be doing i have a comment to make here uh, sorry not my comment i have uh something can we call it semi-official i suppose we can uh, basically Hacker himself has made comments that says, uh, and this has been translated. Yeah, you, you do have to take translated comments with uh, some grain of salt just to make sure that there's nothing's been lost in translation here. Um, this is what he said in Hacker's own words. Again, translated. At the beginning, I was told to put my name on the list, but after the official announcement, many fans are looking forward to me playing. So I thought, since I came to all of them, not to try then are sorry for themselves this is obviously some is a little bit broken because of the translation i think mm. um i think what he's saying there is like he's come late to the team um and he's let me just read it out instead of making interpretation let me just read that again so i thought since i came to all of them not to try then are sorry for themselves so communicate with Bayshan, who is no hill let me try the training game which means he wants to scrim then a total of three times to play the training game, three pictures, the first two are OC team, which means he played, I like that I'm translating the poor English into real English, then a total of three times to play the training, which means he scrimmed three times versus, and two of them were against contenders teams, Right. feel the effect is okay, so the scrims went okay, the third is our, so the third match, the third scrim was versus an owl team, the effect is poor, it went poorly, I think is cannot beat them, is a very normal thing, after all, people are resident. I just came back, and the somber redo playing Mythen needs to be completely changed. So, 
I guess what he's saying is he's not super surprised they did poorly versus whatever our team they play in the scrim. He tried he tried playing Sombra, probably was directed to play Sombra if anything else. He is a Sombra one trick. And he says the new Sombra, you know, means things are really different in the game. I can continue to work hard, but the team side, because soon to be the game, time is not enough. Um, so it seems like this during the preseason, he could train harder, he could work with the team in scrims, but there's just not enough time before they start playing officials. Probably in their decision to give up on me as the titular opportunity to switch, which means to say that it seems like they, the team decided not to continue with him in scrims because it didn't make sense to try and force him in when they don't have enough time. Um, this last one was interesting. By the way, in case anyone's wondering why the translation's so poor, it's fr <laughs> it's from an AI translation. In yeah, my case, like translation. in my case, simply put, there is no relationship with the other members of the Valiant team. So I do my job. They play their game. There is no conflict or anything. Do not be over there brainstorming and don't say anything about signing me up for what use. I'm free. I didn't get a penny. The official photo was taken at my own expense. That last paragraph is, is I think, the bulk of the thing here. He doesn't have any relationship with any other members yeah. of the team. They play, he says there's no by blood, but he's, he's also saying that they, he, he's, he's saying, quite literally, he's not getting paid. He even paid for his own team photo. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, this is fucking, this is, this is fucking weird, bro. Like, this is not, to, to reiterate what Yiska said, in not so many words, uh, this is weird, and the league needs to look into this, because it makes everybody else really fucking, like, look bad. Like, when you have a team like this that's, like, to use play within his metaphor, that's trying to get water out of the boat, and you have the Dalai Valiant trying to drink the entire ocean through a straw... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't inst necessarily instill a lot of faith or, like, look great, you know, optics-wise. Like, uh, this is this is weird. I won't I won't use any kind of charged language because we really don't know. Um, that seems pretty damning. Use some damning, valiant but... language. Huh? Sorry. I said use some valiant language. Sorry. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. This is really odd, and I hope we get, like, an official statement on this from the let me, league. Let me... But. Let me read you Dia's statement. Is the okay. is what Dia said again? Like with a grain of salt because translations okay. are weird. Uh, in Dia's stream after their win, Chat asked if they can crowdfund a main tank for them jokingly, and Dia said it's five thousand dollars for a thirty day contract, so it will take a lot of gifts to do that. Eventually, the team funded it themselves, and today Dia said in his fan group, it's like paying for a one month subscription to a Big Daddy main tank. <laughs> That's what he says apparently. A big daddy just main get, tank. I just love that. Just came back to catch that. Yeah. Did you catch my? Uh, did you catch my translation of an AI translation of hackers' comments from Chinese? Yes, I did. What did you miss? A good that? part you of did it. Catch that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope you caught the important part. The part where he said he doesn't get, doesn't get paid. Um. Yeah. So everything we said last week doesn't even make sense because we're like, well, you can't drop a player you don't even pay in the first place. So that can't be a thing. Slot? Like Dia at this point is all but confirmed that they are in fact paying out of their own pockets to afford a 30-day contract for Marvel. So these things are happening. These two things are apparently legitimate and happening. One, Hacker doesn't get paid, and B, Marvel's being funded by the team. Members of the team. So... And all the org. Okay. These two things are happening. 
Yeah. So Hacker is not a player anymore on the LA Valiant, is what I'm taking. Apparently he is, but apparently, apparently I, I, I would say that legally he's not a player, no, because he's not actually under a player contract. Or if he is, he's fucking not getting paid. Yeah. Which means they've broken their contract. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, dude. I mean, yeah, someone's got to figure this out in the front office because if there's actually a player that's not that's not being played but still part of the active roster, that's an issue. You very clearly have a salary flaw in this. I can tell you what, if Hacker did show up in any Overwatch League match officially, that some shit would go down. Oh, yeah. Because either either a legitimate player is participating in an Overwatch League match and is not being paid yeah. his due from his contract, which is you're fucking breaking your contract, or they are fielding a player illegally that is not that does not have a contract. He's actually not a legal player. You cannot field this player, and they are doing that. So at least, thankfully, they haven't put him on for an official game. Because if they did, my goodness, oh, bro, that, that would be the can of worms. I mean, yeah. we've already opened a can of worms, but that would be just fucking tipping the shit out on the table and just, like, mm -hmm. smacking everyone's face. Like, here's, here's some worms. Have some worms. Yeah. Con juice. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um. Yeah, Eric just what you're pointed. You're gonna do. Sorry. Is cut coldest oh, yeah. and wool is what you're gonna do. Apparently. That's what you apparently have to do. That's um. So. Thatch. I feel like the valiant iceberg is like nuts this season, right? <laughs> we start with like wool gonna play, guys. No, wait, wool gonna tank, guys. No, wait, he's gonna do a little bit of both. No, we signed oh, hacker. Gonna... No, he's not. We also signed people that haven't played professionally in and yeah, accumulated twenty one years. This is a, I need to where's my I made an LA Valiant iceberg. Where is that? I'm gonna have to bring that out. Yeah. Where would this fit on my LA Valiant iceberg that I created? Let oh, me go ahead and find that. I gotta guess it's pretty far down though. Or at least I I jokingly announced myself to the LA Valiant team mm -hmm. just because because I'd be like, dude. We're point. doing some crazy announcements Wait, today. Can, know, at this point, I might as well do it. Wait, I'm but, bringing it up. Right, let me see. Did you did you get managed to write your own name correctly? Oh yeah, you did. I did actually. Well done. Well done. The craziest thing is, me being signed to this team wouldn't even hypothetically wouldn't even be the craziest thing that this team has been doing. No. So here we go. I've I've, I've linked to you my LA Valiant iceberg now, and there's yeah. there's enough on that already that I'm like, bro. The list just continues. Just yeah. more shit is happening. And it sucks, too, because, like, it was kind of, of a fun team to rally behind and be like, all right, here we go. Like, LA Valiant, they got no hill. He's going to, like, coach the team. He's going to be the little puppeteer. He's going to maestro the team into winning. And they finally win. And Dia gets, you know, his brand removed. And, it, you know, he's not locked down by the Shanghai 0-42 curse any longer. Poggers, let's go. And then all this shit, it's like, it just, it's just like a sour taste. It's sour grapes. It sucks. It, no fun. No fun. Man. What do we think about um, the Molly Calder swap here? So they're clearly not interested in doing some sort of double flex support thing with both Molly and Coldest. Yeah. This just seems like a one for one trade. Like, Molly, uh, Coldest, you've been 30 dayed. Molly, you get to have his money. You get to have cold. This is old contract. Mm. Uh, Wu Hiao. No idea what's going on there, but fuck it, you're gone. 
and uh, your money is now going to who the hell knows? Clearly not Marvel. Unless, unless it literally is. It's like, ooh, yeah. In order to get Marvel, we have to cut you. Like, <laughs> Somebody's got to go, and this is the only way we can afford Wuhi out. This is the only way we can afford Marvel. Which means, at least that way, they're not taking money from the players, but fuck, they had to cut a coach for it, like a whole coach. I don't know. But even then, it's still just one month. We had this discussion last week. It's like, mm. what happens after the, after one month? Okay, cool, you got Marvel for one month, and then what? What if you start winning? What if you, What if your team is good with Marvel? You just paying for another month? Where? How? Who's paying for it? Uh, Sasin's playing, paying for it. <laughs> Yo, can you imagine? Can you imagine Sasin currently playing, paying part of his salary for a person that will eventually replace him while he like he gets his thirty day severance that he already spent on Marvel, therefore contributing to his own demise. That's like paying for your own bullet that you're being shot with. For with. By the way, No Hill replied to me. On Twitter, when I did my fake LA Valiant announcement, Nohill replies to me. He goes, "Good." Uh, so he said, "Good pickup. I'll sell my T-shirt to pay." So they're like, they're like just on the nose about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just that's that's it's the funny. It's what I, I will. I I promise you. Okay, let me let me discharge this. Okay, how does this information get out? That the players are paying for it. Does it get out because someone is outraged and goes like, I can't believe I'm paying for this shit. Or, we're so selfless and the world should know that we're doing this. I think that was a complete misjudgment of, like, how that story would be perceived. Um, maybe it's culturally Actually, different. There's a, third one. there's a Harlan's Razor version where it's just yeah. like, Dia on stream is like, good news guys, we did your suggestion and we're now paying for a main deck. Because <laughs> uh, apparently D has just been talking about it on stream. Like, there's there's a third reason where he just fucks around on stream and just divulges in the info. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like probably someone said this with pride on their chest. Like, my players or our players are all so tight knit and w just want to do our best, and we want to. And then it's just a labor law light nightmare seen from a North American and yeah. European point of view. I think that's likely to have happened. And Lynn's razor, by the way. I could correct myself on that one. Anyway, the fact that No Hill responds to me and just straight up says, I'll sell my t-shirt to pay as like, just casually, you know, like just, yeah. just feeding into it like it's a meme. Yeah. When everyone in the West is freaking out because it just seems like this can't be possible. Yeah. And No Hill's like, yeah, fuck it, it's funny. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. That's... Part of me is like, good respect, man. Respect that yeah, they just yeah. like double down on the meme. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, what are you saying, bro? Like, you're yeah. just, <laughs> what are you saying right now? Like, you're just so okay with it. Like, what's going on? Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. I couldn't it's believe weird. it. That kid better be like a crypto millionaire just like paying uh, paying them on the side. People are saying that Easy Han's apparently yeah. a fucking millionaire. I, and I think that rumor got dispelled that that just wasn't yeah. true. Yeah. That he. I don't think he pays for the fa facility either. It's, it's what the even even if he did, that wouldn't be fucking okay. Like that's just not yeah. part yeah. of 
that's not what you're supposed to do. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I like so how, like, up. there is, like, a fan narrative that, like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Easy Han's got his covered. Like, his parents are loaded. Like, he's fucking, he's swimming in yeah. it. Like, Scrooge McDuck style. Like, nah, it's yeah. fine. No, 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 don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, laws, no, that's, no, we don't put, we, no, 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 none of that. It's not how shit operates, guys. It's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. And then there was that thing about the, the coldest release announcement. They spelled his name wrong. Mm. Like, what the hell is <laughs> going on? Then they re they deleted that that uh, tweet obviously and did did the real one with his uh, name spelled correctly but still, just the fact that the, the original tweet even said that was just like yeah this is the most did valiant not, thing ever. Did they not go in the replies to the original tweet and be like oh coldest ax asterisk like they edited it like bro are you kidding me? No shot. What a slap in the face, y'all. <sighs> Couldn't they at least have done something like you know coolest? You know that would have been you know. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Like at least made it funny, but like no, this seemed like a genuine right. typo. Like after after sending the mortal coil to his career, yeah, they call him coilist. Like it's yeah, great. They really did him the coldest. Oh yeah. man. I'm I'm just at I'm just at a crossroads, man. Like I, I want to kind of like root for the resurgence yeah. of this team and the fact that they're trying to win, but at the same time, the way they're going about it is just so fuck. I don't even know. It's... Shit like this screams like that that 13 year old kid that was hired to like produce a Valorant game, and he's just like, yeah, guys, uh, uh, you're on camera. It's just like, what? Is this a multi million dollar league, or did we hire? Fiverr people. What's going on here? What? What's? What? Now that moment was amazing because it was like five minutes of silence because they couldn't figure out how to unmute his cast. And then you just hear the voice of like a, a yeah a, a literal child's voice came on. And it was like, what is going on? Like someone let their like son run mm -hmm. the broadcast today. Anyway, that's fucking um, bizarre. Anyway. Yeah, I don't even know how to feel about the roster moves either. Like, coldest for Molly. I, I haven't seen Molly play for like two years. Yeah. I don't count as one appearance on Shanghai last year. It doesn't tell me enough. No. I have no idea whether this is an improvement or not. Clearly, No Hill thinks it's an improvement. So, I guess we run with it. Wu Hill being let go. No idea what the hell's up with that. Was he even being paid? I have to question everything now. Who's right. being paid? Yeah. Who's not being paid? Who's actually on the team, guys? I Let's don't have even an know. I don't even know who's. I can assume that everyone's played. Everyone that's showed up in an official game so far must be getting paid. Would say would because say. some real shit would be going down if they wouldn't. If they're not getting paid, then they are breaking some major rules in this league. Um, hard to say. I don't even know what direction. I I don't know what the correct response is in terms of reacting to this yeah. information. Um, so instead, I'll drop a meme. The uh, my reaction to this information meme, and that'll be it. <laughs> Okay, and now we reach the very bottom of the iceberg. Adam got dropped. We were actually talking about that last week, yeah. so uh, no further comments there, I guess. That was actually not the bottom of the iceberg. That was probably pretty high up. It's like probably yeah. You told me digitally very, it, during a pandemic. I'm mad. It's like okay. Right, is Albert pleased to see everything else happening? I was like, thank fuck Valley and in charge coming out with this thing. Huh? You know, both Paris and Mayhem are like, Ooh, yeah. high five. Thank God the APAC teams are fucking up even harder and doing some wacky shit over there because, uh, you know, our drops are just looking real pedestrian compared. We're just dropping players to, as in, in a normal kind of way or, or, you know, 
in the case of Adam, maybe he's not slight, not quite normal, but Albert at least apologized for it and tried to make amends. But uh, man, can you can sake. can you toss in a quick English lesson for me? What does pedestrian mean in in terms of how you used it? I I get that it's like people walking on the sidewalk. Use it. I use. It's like it's like I'm trying to be really smartass about saying normie, but I'm just saying normie in a, ah, in a much more, right. That's how you talk to a gamer. Like, thank you. Yeah, in a much more like um, what's the word I'm looking for here? You want me to speak in gamer for you, Yiska? That's heckin' cringe, bro. Keep it a stack on a buck fifty. That's fucking mad cringe, bro. Is that I'm basically calling people I'm basically calling things normie in a far more pretentious way. Yeah. Oh pretentious, what okay. So it's not like in a more sophisticated yeah, you're way or word. So <laughs> No I'm not. I would know know nothing of such what <laughs> Quote Socrates more in your pieces, uh, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, no, but so the, the is the underlying tone a little bit of a negative connotation, like to yeah, say that? It is. It's, okay, it's, it's I think I'm superior, uh, right. which is true. I am superior. So that's <laughs> that's the angle I'm coming from. And here we go with the YouTube comments once again. <laughs> like, yeah, I do it to rile them up. They I throw the fishing line out every time. They always bite, without fail. It's like they never <laughs> learn. You guys never fucking learn. Uh, okay, go on. Uh, bite the hook again. I know you will. Bite the hook again. Do it. Uh, what's next? Okay, I uh, think we're done with the um, roster stuff now. Right. Fucking pedestrians. Um, <laughs> imagine not being a driver. I actually don't drive currently. For the last two years, I haven't driven. I need to get a car. Um, have you owned a car yet? Oh, yeah. I have for most of my life. But Really? Oh, I just interesting. Didn't, I just didn't own one after moving cities or after moving countries. Dude, um, I'm 35 now. I've never owned a car. You're a fucking pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> Literal pedestrian. Couldn't be me. Oh, I set that up. Jesus. Yeah. Recap of week one North Americano. Um, I'll start. I didn't watch that many games last week, but I'll start. I'll just go over the Dallas stuff first and foremost. So sure. Dallas lost big time. Mm. Big boy L's on the Dallas fuel side of things. And yeah, part of me is surprised. Part of me is not at all surprised because I, I am, I always give Dallas the benefit of the doubt in terms mm. of, listen, it's still Dallas. Yes, you should. It's probably going to be yeah. good. Yeah. I'm going to give them due benefit of the doubt because I feel like Rush is smart. They got a big roster. They'll figure it out. You know, this team always manages to figure it out. It is what it is. But holy, they look kind of outclassed in this meta, if I'm going to be real with you. Yep. Um, I had predicted that this meta was going to be heavy on the double flex support. I noted that Sojin was likely going to be an important hero as well. Mm. And almost all of those things have kind of come to light. The only thing that I've kind of got wrong on my meta prediction is I expected Ryan to be stronger. It seems like Ryan is not good at all. And part of the thing that has kind of put Ryan in the dirt is the Doom uptick. Because the thing is, if you're playing less Ana, Doom is going to be better in, the, in these kind of metas, first and foremost. Uh, also, Sigma's come up pretty big in this meta, and one player that has a great matchup versus Sigma. It's actually Doom. You just punch his way through the shield. You don't really give a fuck. Um, so... And also, Winston is apparently not very strong in this meta, because he gets blown up by Discord and Zen in general. 
and it's harder to dive a Zen backline as a Winston now with the extra 25 HP in the kick. So Winston's ability to do his thing in this meta apparently is just kind of bad now. Uh, Sojin kind of blows him up as well, easy headshots. Ball is much more reliable in that sort of capacity because the fact that he can hide his head and he's fast and he got a little bit of a buff as well. Mm-hmm. So all that combined, Dallas Fuel, to me, look like they lack a Sojourn specialist that can really, really compete. They have two hitscan DPSs, neither of which I think have really played that much Sojourn, nor do they look good on the Sojourn when they have played it. There was a lot of Ryan play from the Dallas Fuel in their first match versus Shock, and as I've sort of said, Ryan seems to be a bit of a trap in this meta. I assumed it was going to be good. I appreciate that they tried it out, but it very quickly kind of got exposed that Ryan is probably not it. Um, Sojin definitely is it. So good on Krusty for figure, figuring that out. Also, I think this meta is just good for Shock in general, right? You you think about a double flex meta. Zen plus Bap, Violet Bap, Fin Zen. That's a god tier combination. That's like what their team was built for. Their team just smiling from air to air at the thought of a double flex when you have Vin, Finn and Violet. Vin, yeah, Vin is the name of the joke. Finn and Violet together at the same time, right? Kaluge as well on Sigma, perfect for him. Mm-hmm. That's his best hero by far. Kaluge on Sigma, boom, exactly what you want. Uh, and then the DPSs, they are flexible enough to cover everything else that they need to. Proper can just jump on the Sojourn and be one of the top players. Happy to do that. So, yeah, I think Dallas, now that they can't spam the Zarya anymore, Ryan doesn't seem to be very good. Harbin did play a bit of Sigma. They definitely look better on the Sigma compositions. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bit of a problem with the DPS line. Like It feels like, again, to reiterate, they, they don't have a competitive, a competitive enough play on the Sojin to compete with the teams that are dominating on that hero. Yeah, I think this is going back to, uh, I think, what Yusuke said pretty early on into the offseason, looking at Dallas, looking at some of the hits can, and like... They're getting a little lockered. They're getting they're getting their lunch money shaken, you know, running them pockets. It's it looks like it, and I think you have to be a little worried as Dallas, and I think that's going to reflect in some of our predictions. I would imagine. Um, you look at like some of the DPS the heroes they pick. Um, if memory serves, they were kind of like shifting all over the place. What felt like like mid map in certain areas. I appreciated some of the Midtown, like, I believe this was Dallas, like, the Midtown, like, Ryan TP nonsense, like, at first I was like, okay, like, this could be interesting, let's see what it looks like, and then they just kind of, like, they literally just pooped back and forth between the teleporter and, like, where they wanted to go and, like, never did anything, and it was, like, very confusing. Um, Yeah, they, for once, uh, I think it's safe to say that Dallas looks a little lost from you know start like leading a lot of metas like you said yeah. from the, this, finding their way they look completely shook this is the opposite of leading a meta this is them looking yeah. like they have no idea what the meta is yeah. at least the first game i think by the second game they started to get a bit more of a grasp but sure even then like i don't think edison competes on the sojourn sadly i also don't think they really compete on the the trace i mean i don't think edison's probably their best tracer but would you describe him as elite on the tracer probably not no. at this point and then you i think i haven't noticed chio being all that bad but like is bap like something that he's comfortable with never seen him play it yeah so he's been like, a main sport his entire career that i've casted him right so this is a brand from my perspective this is a brand new hero for him i don't know how much he scrimmed it i don't know how much he's prepped it and ranked but yeah. he's not never had a history of playing this hero in officials 
And Dallas banked on, you know, as far as supports go, they didn't, they, they, they signed a lot of players, mm-hmm. but they were very confident. It's like, okay, well, we'll just keep these two supports here. We should be fine. They were kind of banking on not having a double flex support meta. I think that, that obviously is not a good thing for Dallas. If we go into double flex support and uh, sadly for them, here we are. Um, and teams like Shock Soup, they definitely benefit big time from double for flex sure. support. Yeah, Dallas looking a little shook, which is kind of sad, um, given like how far ahead they are in terms of points and how you know likely they'll be um, going to uh, Hawaii, right? Like, kind of seem like a lock. They're probably good enough to still beat some of the weaker teams, but like, are they going to be competitive? They're getting in. They're getting in no matter what, for sure. Right? Like, it's it's almost like mathematically a lock at this point. I feel like. um and now this is what i i hope they can find something that makes them at least kind of interesting coming into hawaii because it would be kind of a shame can they find the comp that works can they find the answer is the question yeah and this is going to be another rush pull it out of you know pull it out of a hat because week one was rough you know i i think versus the fuel when they ran gurio edison and had no sparkle that does seem like a weaker version of the team. Like, when you don't have Sparkle, does the team just seem a little bit weaker? They also tried the Sombra, which I just don't think is a good pick. I'm, like, so numb to it at this point. We've seen it so much within one week that I'm just, like, I'm numb to it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know if I even want to get it at this point. I think it's just so, like, it's so, like. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe. We're going to be here next week when Lip Pounds comes out week one, or week two rather, comes out Pounds yeah. of the Sombra. We're going to go, bro, why, is, why are more teams not playing this? Look, Sombra is so <laughs> good, guys. I can't believe all these stupid teams, all these pedestrian teams without vehicles not playing the Sombra. Fucking imagine walking on the sidewalk, losers. I think you can have, like, people that are, like, that excel at certain heroes that, like, others just don't, and you shouldn't force it. I feel like if that was actually... Hap- like if that happened i feel like we'd almost see more sombra in the west and it would be even worse all they do is just like chase True. each other's tails there's like <laughs> oh yeah that that's some good shit oh lip sombra bro backbone hey get, get this man on the sombra like uh, just put him on it's May, like, please. It's like, like, May. like it's like sombra and then sombra at home no offense to backbone or london they look good we'll get to you yeah i, I didn't i wasn't talking about london specifically i was talking about like every team that's not shanghai yes, yes. literally everybody every not team. called everybody not called lip is sombra at home at this point <sighs> yes <laughs> i'm so over it already yes so you like dallas yeah um I'm talking about dallas I mean, I'm not sure if it's too concerning that they uh, went 0-2 here. Um, they're pretty much, given the rest of their schedule, pretty much locked in. I don't think, reasonably speaking, they're going to lose to Vancouver. They're very lo- unlikely to lose to NYXL at this point. London, but at that point, you're at seven wins in your right? So I, I don't think they're sweating it too much. 
maybe there's something to be said about seeding that you want to achieve, whatever, right? Like, at the end of the day, this is a team that... Um, oh, right, and I forgot. Always ha Already has bonus points. They're already there. They're already at the threshold, right? So... Um, can they compete? Can they bounce back enough to compete once we get there? I think they need to find themselves in this meta, right? Like... I think they just failed to create their usual identity um, given the meta compositions. And honestly, like, as good as Edison looked on, like, Reaper, man, like, this man... I, I hate to ride on this narrative and toot my own horn, but, like, unfortunately, what I thought would happen happens where, like, he lives in a locker now, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's Bro, yeah. He lives in a locker in the project. Let me be real, guys. Still Let me be real, guys. I'm gonna say something uh, a little bit uh, offensive here, mm -hmm. but being look being and looking good on Reaper and saying like I'm good on Reaper is like saying someone looks good on Mercy. It's just like okay, really, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Enjoy that. Have fun with that. That's oh, you're very good at the game if you're good on. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm really good. That's like saying, oh, I look good on uh, I look good on 2016 Symmetra that locks onto targets. Yeah. I mean, oh, such a good Symmetra. Oh, wow. Such skill. Dude, my Symmetra uh, <laughs> kind of cracked. Mm -hmm. Kind of quirked. It's kind of quirked. Oh, my top turret? With the sauce. My top turret is among the when best top old? turrets. Yo. Yo. Everybody's saying this. That top turret I smack, I'm just one of the best tall players. <laughs> Gotta be <laughs> building speed, bro. I animation cancel so I can build faster, bro. You Crank that speed. ninety. I just don't think it's a real compliment. I think saying someone's got a reaper is like saying they're bad at the game. Like at that point, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. it's like a backhanded compliment. It's what like it's like, like it's like it's like being in the tour de force and saying like this guy's really got on the tricycle with the training wheels. Really <laughs> Congrats, dude! Like, <laughs> they're fun with that. Like, yeah. It's just, it's such a non thing. It's like, you can't and, even say. And he looks good too. Like what's, what's, cr it's crazy to think about is like, yeah, he looked good when Hanbin literally dumped every single resource they could into him to like hit the taunt key and then ghost away. Like sick. Like he did his job. Apparently that's good enough. I'm like, not saying that Reaper doesn't take skill. I just don't think it's. Yeah. It's not like the highest form of skill compare, expression in Overwatch. Don't, don't, do not even begin to compare Reaper to like, pretty much any other dps or the dps sure, yeah. roster in terms of like skill expression and like mechanical requirement mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's like, definitely true yeah you can't, you can't even go there like that's why i'm like you know saying oh yeah but he was so good on the reaper it's like it's yeah. a non-talking point brothers there's a non-talking point you can't even go there is it is it spice to say that that's the best thing is it spice to say that mercy probably has more skill expression because no, because like Reaper, you still, have, you, you still have to aim on, on Reaper, yeah, so you got to give him that. I mean, yeah, aim in, like, you know, while standing very close to attack. <laughs> while 70% of your entire monitor is your target. Yeah, that's still more entertaining than left-clicking on a target and then just turning your monitor off. So, you know, yeah. there is that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. I, I saw that thing, by the way. There was some article which, which came out recently that was, like, uh, Aaron Keller, Overwatch Two oh, developers, yeah, yeah. you know they uh, they 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 say they want to make more heroes like Mercy on the heel. I'm like, I'm just yeah. Like, if if you could what? just like, what? I don't believe 
I okay, maybe this is a tangent, and maybe we like you can cut me off if like this isn't actually all that interesting. But like, can you can you like not use mercy there? I feel like mercy has like such bad optics. If you just remove mercy from that sentence, is that like not a little bit more palatable? Yeah. Or you just have so like low what, skill ceilings. What would, you, what would you want to put in there then? Um, you just want to say low skill. It's yeah, not low like, skill ceiling, but it's low skill floor. Sure. To be okay, correct yes. about what we're talking about. That's fair. Low, like a low skill, like they're more interested in developing more low skill floor heroes. Like, I don't know. I think that's fine. Oh, that still doesn't, no, that still doesn't jive with me. I still don't do that. What we're saying, what we're saying basically is that they, they, they would like to stop developing any vehicles and just allow more heroes to walk on the sidewalk is what they're looking for. <laughs> It's very so pedestrian of you. More pedestrian heroes. You know. Mm. Oh, fuck that. Give me some Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Can we get off the fucking sidewalk? Please, let's just get <laughs> off the sidewalk. My <laughs> goodness, it's pissing me off. Um, I I only want exotic vehicles. In it's Echo a Tesla. Game. I only want to play I only want to play the exotic cars. Don't fucking give me anything else. Or I'm pissed. Can we have exotic cars that aren't like inherently tethered to aim? Is that a thing? So you want to rem you want a self-driving car, no steering wheel. Is that what you're saying, Joe? Kind of. Because that's kind of what I'm hearing. That sounds like Winston to me. Yes. Good. Decent enough example. Yeah. I want them to remove Winston's left click, and now the right click is the only thing you can use. But the right click actually does like it's pretty comparable damage, you know. You okay. you can only hit people. Okay. Anyway, so any final notes on the Dallas fuel? Because uh, I think they're. <laughs> They're on the border of getting to be a little woeful. We'll see what week two looks oh, like. Oh, come oh, on, yeah. bro. Hey, look, you I mean, are... this Florida game, boys, I don't know. Bro, bro, bro. Joe's, are you telling Joe's... me you're not predding Florida? Joe's getting crazy. He's getting loopy. He's about to pred Paris. I'm a corner boy boy with a little bit of swag who's may or may not be he's going like, with the sauce. He's, he's sitting there like, yo, can, guys, Paris just beat New York. I think they're about to beat Dallas. You, you now need to drop Orange Justice on them. Come on, get up. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> to like sit and practice that because i think that shit's so funny <laughs> who did dallas play next mayhem vancouver nyxl and who one more team london london that london game could be yeah. spicy. London. Well, the be. No, 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 no. the problem is by that time they like, they got back right like, like if it was the next yeah, one yeah he doesn't know the loss of dallas fuel yet he has forgotten oh everyone has forgotten he doesn't know what yeah, they're capable you, are you, of. Are you just Six literally preaching faith at this point? First Six games in, I did. Astrology. Now it's sure can, Eric, please hit. Eric, please hit just for this. Please hit the timestamps so we can find it very easily after Dallas Fuel won uh, the midseason invitational. Yeah. It's very easy to hit the timestamp because we're going to change subjects anyway. Yes. So just remember, <laughs> at the end of the Dallas Fuel discussion, at the right. start of the next team discussion. Joe made a take. Joe he, had a hot. He take, doesn't so. know. He doesn't know. Who, who would like to lead the next recap? Which other matchup team? Why don't you guys bring a team up that we can talk about? I mine. I, mine was Dallas. I, so I, I wants to go next. can. Can I? Okay. I. I got. I'm here again. I'm in the same position. It's it, like I. I don't learn. I'm incapable of learning. For some reason, I once again had to suffer from the DMs of a certain general manager whose team won both matches, and I fucked it. I actually predicted that London would lose against both Florida and Toronto, and I'm fucking stupid for it. Like, yes, I, at this point... Nuki hit you up. You should... <laughs> 
Sheesh. Um, like, I, I don't know. I don't know why I don't learn. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah, okay. There's motherfuckers out here like, Christopher is so smart. Oh my God. I was on the Autobahn yesterday and Christopher told me that <laughs> Atlanta rain will not beat the Los Angeles gladiators. Oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> The funny, the funniest thing about I that mean, it's is true, but <laughs> you said Yisco was on the autobahn when he says he doesn't drive. So all I can imagine is Yisco walking on the autobahn. He's, <laughs> he's going for oh, a, a one hundred mile. I don't know how long the autobahn is. He's going for a one hundred mile walk on the autobahn. Is what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just walking a little bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, oh, like man. I feel like okay. Start of a new meta is always like a question mark. Um, I also Fine think. Excuses, yeah. I also think like my justification for thinking they would lose against Florida was probably not great. I don't hate the Toronto take, but which which has now thoroughly been disproven, and you would have also changed your prediction once you saw Toronto. Um, but yeah, man, like this team looks really good right now, right? Um. In terms of just like playing their style, not tilting, just, you know, doing what this team was built to do is now enough. Um, and once again, I don't understand. I have all the tools. I've literally accrued seasons of like filleting people who built teams with zero dollars. And make them into, like, very decent teams. Like, that's all I care about. And somehow I don't see it. That this is the team right in front of my eyes. I'm like, ah, you know, could it be Paris again? You know, could it be Valiant? Yeah, Valiant mid-tier uh, preseason predictions. Now that's completely in the shit as well. It was London all along. It was London all along. The team that the... The, the fucking sombra one trick that also wasn't getting paid apparently i mean yes okay i couldn't i couldn't could have known could have known joe i don't know you could have you could have you know, I you know what I, I respect it in a way because okay. what, what they've effectively done I, in a really fucked up way i have more respect for the valiant because what they've effectively done is say you know what people are right we shouldn't have signed a sombra one trick we're not even gonna pay him <laughs> yeah Which not true honestly, like based as fuck that's like yeah, super based, that's based. It's, no. it's scummy in the way they did it, but it's also super fucking based. No, Valiant, you should not have signed a summer one drink. Welcome to reality. Welcome, finally. Weird. Uh, but anyway. Joke, are you are you lining up for some prop comedy there? Or why did you put on your glasses? No, oh, I use these to see. The future in which fucking Mercury is in retrograde, fucking Jupiter is in Powerade, what if Pluto even exists today or not is in whatever kind of Gatorade you have in Germany, you need to fucking pull your head out of your ass because London, you're probably going to Hawaii. I don't respect Gatorade anymore after Hardy Raid just stomped it into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine because Gator's not playing in his mid and Hawkers and yeah. he's currently pounding. Um, no, I think London, that rematch, if they get one, is going to be spicy be because yeah. I, think, I think Atlanta... I'm not going to lie, Sparkin might have gone the better Kai in the Soldier meta, but Kai will... He looks like yeah. he will tear down any motherfucker right now mm -hmm. and just shit in their hands and clap on, on the <laughs> Dude. Let's talk about before we get to Atlanta. This, that's the best part. It once again loops into the London thing. Like, 
it's like Kai took all the raw emotion of getting his shit pushed in by Sparka and just channeled that into Sojourn and you're just getting hate beams to the dome. Like it's pure hatred hitting your frontal lobe. It's unreal what this kid is pulling. I think if Atlanta play London again in a so in a Sojourn matchup, Kai will spend the entire game hunting Sparker and mm -hmm. doing nothing else. He will, he will yes. he'll kill Sparker, then go to the London spawn and try and kill him again. Like he's he's just gonna he's just gonna fight this kid. He's just gonna <laughs> yep. he will spend the whole game just try to fuck him as hard as possible just for what happened in that soldier matchup. Okay, let's roll it back to Toronto and London though. I'll make a quick comment about Toronto first and foremost. I respect oh, that London please. win this game. But dude, Toronto, you said that Dallas look a bit lost in this meta. Toronto oh, looked like the they Toronto looked like they traveled back in time. Toronto they looked like they jumped in the fucking time machine. Oh, yes. And they're playing with compositions and playstyles from yes. 2021 or even earlier than that. I'm like, Hisu is playing Sombra. What year are we in? What year are we in? Why is Hisu playing Sombra? Come on, yeah. dude. Like, oh, it's now a disgrace God. to the legacy of BQB, if we're being honest. I gave, I gave Dallas shit for, I gave Dallas shit for playing Sombra, and then Toronto just runs over two maps, like, what are you doing, guys, it's so bad. Did they not play Winston as well? They're like, yes, we will play the Winston dive on every sub-map, and possibly- What's your alternative? What are you- Alternative is you, alternative is you, you play Maybe a little bit of foresight, I don't know. This little balls come back in the meta. Muse plays ball. We know he plays ball because he fucking did it last year. Okay. Second yeah. of all, I don't hate that. You could play. You could play Hopper Sigma. You could play. Doom, I don't know. Is there a Doomfist play on this team? Hopefully somebody. Yeah, that's do. my thing. They don't. Oh, right. No, put them on it. That like, Winston is. I think decidedly not part of the scrim meta. I think Winston's out of this meta. I don't think that got um, past like the first week of scrims on this patch. I don't think Toronto scrimmed. It doesn't look like oh, they scrimmed. Oh Jesus! We're it looks like they didn't on. scrim. Oh. The way the, the way they approached this meta, the way they came into these officials, it looks like they all every single member of this team, staff members, players, Adam Adamu himself, they all took a mental vacation to Korea and they just didn't even think about things. They just didn't even think about Overwatch. They just came back like, oh shit, we got a game. We got to play an official. And Moby Dick's just like, uh, Muse Winston, lock it in. I expected more from Moby Dick. I expected a lot more. I don't know, man. Yeah, like I can. KD, like... KDG wouldn't have done this. That's a lie. <laughs> no, K, KDG wouldn't have done this as a meme. I I like I'm charitable to the idea that like maybe that's the case. Maybe like we're just resetting the mentals. We're just gonna put everybody on their best heroes. This is you know. Maybe we're already writing this off, and we're just gonna try. What is this, to... oh, 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 what is this clockwork vendetta? We're gonna put everyone on their best heroes. Gonna play a little bit of fucking Torb and Junkrat because that's our best heroes. Gonna play some fucking one trick May and shit. We're gonna put everyone on our best heroes. What is this? Clockwork? I, I mean, what, what? I. How else do you explain this? This doesn't seem reasonable. This seems like memes. Bro, I felt like this this match was the ultimate depay like take play redemption you know how how we were like hmm, why 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 are you not playing some reinhardt bro and it's like that's why you're not playing some reinhardt last season bro like that right. that man got just shit pushed in by hardy holy fuck 
Like, okay, everyone would. Everyone yes, would. Most not people pretend would. that was special. Let's not pretend Muse had any chance. Everyone Jesus would. Christ. That's like, that was, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, and my brain's it's trying to avoid obvious uh, dominatrix uh, references here. So bear with me as I've. Done. We, we, we get it. Yes, that was very Berlin. German of you. It's very German of you to move into that area of your yeah. brain. Yeah. It, honestly, it, it, I'm trying to fight my impulses so much here. It's just, you're, you're, you're messing with my national identity. Please stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this like orbits around my biggest issue with Toronto is like, yeah, you're going to have these holes. Like if you can't play Rhine or I mean, I think this is also a little bit wider than that. But like, I don't know. Is Muse what you really want to bank your season on? I I don't know. The fact that they know. didn't try any Hop the Sigma is just so weird to me. Like, yeah, that's weird. That's very weird. Did they not scrim that? They just like decided, like, oh yeah, well, Muse's Wrecking Ball isn't as good as his Winston, and Winston is like kind of bad Wrecking Ball, so we'll just like make up the difference with Muse's. The other thing Winston. is, I don't think Genji's weak, right? Am I wrong? Genji's not weak, right? So why are they just not playing some more Finale Genji at minimum? I'm not saying that would have been the answer, but it's like, yeah. even if you wanted to play Dive, I don't even think they were playing the best version of Dive. Yeah. Am I crazy? No. No I'm Tracer, not. no Genji, nope. no Sojin, which is actually pretty reasonable in the Dive, not just replacing the Soldier one-to-one. Like, -one. Mm -hmm. how is Echo Sombra the answer? How How is that the... Yeah. That's what we're landing on. What? We're going to get those fat EMPs, you know? Yeah, you're gonna you gotta you gotta hack Landon, then EMP him, then he'll just use his transcendence anyway, like nothing fucking happened. I feel like it was this match where like Hisu hacked somebody and EMP'd them and they still lost the fight. Like they because, couldn't kill because, the two second window. Because hack and EMP are fucking worthless. I agree. Literal worthless ultimates and abilities. So bad. Yeah. I will still never forgive the pros for hyping up Sombra and talking about how broken she is and all this kind of bullshit. And then we get to the actual season, and she is literally the most dog shit hero on the roster. Okay, not as bad as Junkrat or Roadhog. They're close. Not that far off. Mm -hmm. Same tier. Same tier of bad. Okay. And the pros Explain all, the, the, pros the mass delusion, like, oh, though. Oh my god, this is so, so OP here. I'm like, no, bro. They you're just wrong. This hero is bad. Why, why is everyone and their mother then playing that shit? Like, what's this mass delusion going on right now? I don't think everyone is playing that shit. I think the teams that have a bad read on the meta are playing this shit. Yeah. Mm. A lot of the dive teams. I mean, Shock did play a little bit of it, if memory serves, which I'm still, like, I, scratching my head. I think so on control. Like, opening control on one of the games that they played. I think it's a reasonable opportunity to fuck ball timings and, and doom sure. timings. Yeah. If that's the direction you want to go in. But versus a Sigma team, a Ryan team, sense, yeah. doesn't do anything for you. Oh. Like, unless you are trying to like really fuck around with i don't know again um cooldown timings on specific heroes like that you have no other value yeah. just simply doesn't bring other value to the team you're this basically is... playing her like a bad bad tracer yeah. like a, a much worse tracer is what it mm -hmm. is so that aside you know I, my greater point is now that i spent a bunch of time talking about toronto we should be talking about london i'll talk about both teams my greater point is, I'm not sure that in this particular matchup, London got 
significantly uh, pushed enough. I don't think London would really challenge That's this true. game. So That's I, true I don't well. know if I can use this game to evaluate London. I'd rather use the Florida game because I thought that was a close game. Yeah. Went the distance, very competitive. Hydron really tested the fuck out of london like that's what you need right mm -hmm. um and then london still survived and, and came out on top and it, it was a very entertaining game so i think that would have been a, a a much better game to address as far as london's capabilities i just don't think toronto is you know i, I think toronto in future matches might have to obviously if they if they're at all thinking about how to improve they need to move away from that winston match uh, yeah. composition asap so thoughts on Florida London matchup? Uh, yeah. I to reiterate your point. I thought Hydron looked fantastic. I think <clears> he's <throat> going to continue to look fantastic. Probably one of the other. Well, I'd say he's probably like number two in NA in terms of like sojourn players, right? I don't think that that's like that hot to say. Yeah. Um, I think okay. it's very clearly high out in front by a long shot. Boys, like he's 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 out there. Like like these stats are ridiculous check out the grab bag on the overwatch league website like he's it's not close um but i think both you know uh hydron and sparker looked pretty pretty impressive i i you know it was fun to see this hero you know obviously new hero it's really really exciting to see i can't wait for people to see this on LAN. i think the crowd's gonna erupt with all the the flicks and the picks like it's an exciting time to be an overwatch fan i think and this match in particular felt like it kind of came down to like, <clears throat> could they get value with backbone? And if they could, uh, they, they tended to succeed. I think if memory serves, they played a, a little bit of Sombra, which I was, again, constantly who did, who did at. London, I believe, I think backbone played it. Um, but I think the biggest benefactor of this for London has kind of been Poco, not because like, he has like a way into the meta, but like his hero pool along with like him kind of being shoulder to shoulder with Shaxx, like in these dive, more dive centric maps. And that's not even necessarily fair to say as I'm rewatching Dorado on my second monitor. Like I think that that style, like their second look has gotten improved um, by, by having Poco in, allowing him to kind of play on these escort maps, whether it be the Diva, Diva whether it be the Sigma um and and shacks should be able to play within that well sparker looks fantastic on the sojourn i think london is going to be a problem and to florida's credit like i think they have room to grow as well i think checkmate much in the same way that shack should should improve i think someone still consistently is proving why he's probably deserving of a rookie of the year at least nomination um yeah everybody looks good rupaul looks great his debut so far so good Probably will look better in week two, obviously, nerves and stuff. But yeah, I think two teams like close game five should should be two teams to kind of keep your eyes on. Do we trust this Diva pick yet? I'm still not convinced by the Diva, generally speaking, but I'm willing to be open-minded enough to consider that there could be something there that I'm not seeing. Now, I don't look at this from a perspective of like, no, Christopher has the correct meta read. Diva's yeah. the hero you got to play. I think it's just that this is what Poco's hero pool looks like. Yeah. Sigma, Zarya, Diva, choose one. Mm -hmm. Right? This is not, oh, Diva is very, very meta yeah. and you should play here. It's like, well, I can't play other heroes than the, these three that I've listed. I yeah. think, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I can't play, I, I'm not going to play the, I don't have Doom or Ball, apparently. 
or other heroes. So it's got to be this. So if I can't play the Sigma in this minute, it's got to be the Diva. Yeah. I mean, how many times, like, rewatching this game, I feel like, I believe they played it on control. The amount of times, no, that's actually not true. They played Hottie. I feel like I remember seeing Poco, like, flying around quite a bit. It could have been on this Dorado map um, against Toronto. Like, it, it felt very difficult for him to, like, stay above 50% health. Like, he didn't really have much agency to do much of anything off of the Sigma. And, like, that to me doesn't scream like a great hero pick. I don't think that's, like, a Poco problem. I don't think that's him, like, misplaying the hero. I think he's trying to get a word in edgewise in some of these team fights, and he just gets obliterated. You get thrown up with maybe a Discord orb, or you're just getting beamed down by an Echo, and there's really nothing for this diva to do but, like, just exist in the round, the cart, to, like, slow it down and then scuttle away. Like, I don't think the pick's good, but I think, you, like you said, I think you kind of have to run it sometimes. Well, on a on a high ground, low ground map where you want to dive, then I mean, what are your options really? If your poke yeah. codes basically just got to be the diva, yep. um, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe they can lean to the sigma a bit more. It's funny because they don't really play the double flex support. I don't know if that's because Animal just doesn't have the flex support in there, but they were very clearly staying away from double flex support mm. from what I could tell. Am I wrong? Did they play any double flex support? Am I crazy? Um, let me skim through this Toronto game. I don't think they did. I don't, I don't believe they did. they did. Yeah. It was, kind it was, of a Lucio, it was Lucio. Lucio Map. There was some Briggs in, in there. Briggs and, yeah. Yeah. No double flex. Which I think is is probably going to hinder them for the most part. Um, I think it's fine, but yeah, it's probably not exact like ideal. Like you want to be the shock here. You want to be maybe even the Houston Outlaws, right? You want to have those two flex supports that can like perform um, to a pretty high degree. Here's, here's my read on the metaphor dive. You need a dive hero and a dive tank that can get in, get out, and have very good self-defense and good self-sustain and allow you to buy time for your DPS to do the, the heavy lifting. Diva and Winston don't do that because they both run in and die, and they have very little ways in terms of being able to escape them. I mean, yeah, Diva, you can dive in, hold down, right-click, and try and fly away. But it's just not the same as Ball's ability to just simply hit and run. Or even Doomfist with all his mobility, because he's got <laughs> so much fucking mobility yeah. on top of Power Block, which doesn't get blocked by any- which doesn't get cancelled by anything in this meta, because no one's playing that much Ana anymore. So, yeah, Diva is just like a worse version of all that, surely. Yeah. So Gee. that's why I'm kind of not buying it currently. Mm. But... And I yeah. see what you're saying as well in terms of like backbone did play a bit of Sombra. I mean that's because what I I, I like I was to, hero. I was if I was to try and be somewhat charitable towards Sombra, I would say he's trying to play against someone's ball. Yeah. Where you know you're trying to find opportunities to get this hack on the ball and then mm. screw with his timings or something. It's not even a major kill threat anymore, like it wasn't so Overwatch one. Even then, I don't know if I really buy into it. Sombra has no pressure versus the backline no. when Zen has 225 HP and Bap can just instantly heal you from <laughs> 0 HP to full in one in one button. Yeah. Um, You know, Zen Bap is a crazy backline that is so hard to kill right now. And, and by the way, has an unbelievably huge damage output. Yeah. So. Any further thoughts on London? I think they got a good potential, but I I, I am a little bit concerned that their best comps still kind of re rely on either Ryan, which I, I'm. I think in the hands of Hardy in London is good, 
is not championship caliber as it's because the composition will always work against you in that some of the map designs are not good for ryan and i don't think this yeah. is despite predicting that maybe this would be a, a better environment for ryan to play because i was thinking that you know the map changes could be the bat buff could be really good for ryan but it ends up being you know we play the double flex instead and Dive was is still a lot better than I than I maybe gave it credit for. Sojin ends up being far more important than I gave it her credit mm -hmm. for. I thought she'd be good, but she's like dominating the meta in a way. So Ryan's being outpaced. I don't know if I if London have the true meta looks that will get them no. deep. I think they'll be competitive, but I don't think they go deep enough off of yeah. Ryan. Uh, Sigma is good, but again, Sigma is not something you can one trick your way into a championship. Mm -hmm. I will say, I think, like, their strength of schedule feels like they should be a good um, shout for making it to Hawaii. And I think, like, the opportunity to actually have map picks probably helps teams that are more stylized like this so that you can always guarantee that you'll have a new map to go to that does favor you in some way. Uh, but I agree. Like, this is a team that, again, very stylized, isn't probably going to, like, set the meta tone um but to kind of circle back to like the lip comment like if lip is to what sombra is i think hottie's rhine is like baiting people into thinking that they can like hang with a team that like has mm -hmm. scrimmed mm -hmm. this for a whole stage right like it's yeah. just not something you can kind of chase after um, everybody else looks like Ryan at home i get yeah. it yeah yeah closing thoughts Jessica, before we move on to the final team and then we'll ship on out Okay, let me think. Who's playing myself? Oh yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, this guy's yeah, already I, I, I feel like yeah, no, no. I, I just in this because it's likely, you know, Nuki sees like the timestamp we talked about London, so this part will be important in order for my DMs to remain non-toxic next week. So, in order to sort of, you know. Try to get on the good side. I'm predicting a perfect stage for London. Here's what we're going to do for you. We're going to end the timestamp here, start talking about another team, and then use that opportunity to start talking about London again for you. <laughs> we can do that for you. Uh, once, once you're in the killer, it's like, just look around. It's like, all right, is anybody tailing you? Is anybody looking out for you? Okay, no. Okay, let's start talking about London again. No, okay. Um, I'm happy to move on. Right. Joe, do you yes. have a matchup? get a matchup um yeah let's in terms of matchups like i think that the london florida game is really cool um i think in the inverse uh what wasn't really cool um and justice fans close your ears skip ahead maybe check the predictions maybe i maybe i'm talking a whole bunch of shit uh but this houston justice game is uh frustrating to say the least right little little frustrating you have like the happy swap in swap outs there were some things i liked i like the push i like decay flanking on ash i thought that was an interesting look i don't think people um maybe rate that or expected that to happen um and then playing more mag wrecking ball uh yeah i'm i'm good i was good last season okay i'm good i don't even want it at home get it out of my house if it's in my cupboard burn it I don't want to see it again. Did you like Kalios? Kalios was good. Thought Kalios was fine. Okay. Mag and like Wrecking Cal Ball, less so. 
What else? I feel I feel like I'm missing a big one. Am I, I like am missing. I crazy that I think Houston should have been better in this matchup considering yeah. that a bunch of things that this team is built for is perfect for this meta, namely mm -hmm. double flex support. Yeah. Piggy Sigma. Mm-hmm. Dante Doom. Yep. Like two heroes that are very important this particular meta. Did they play a lot of Sojin? Am I crazy? I don't think they play that much Sojin, did no, they? No, it was a lot of like Ash, a little bit of Hanzo. Yeah, that's crazy. No, no, no Sojin. That's, well, okay, that's, that's probably that's probably what holds them back, I think. I think if Merit tried more Sojin, maybe they'd do better. Yeah. Or maybe he sucks at Sojin, which is a problem, if that's the truth. Yeah. And then the Assassin Sombra comes in for control. <clears throat> it's like, man, come on. Like, to your point, like, Houston should be good at this meta, but for whatever reason, like... They they did not show up on the day. I don't know. Like the stats were bad. The weather forecast like got in their heads. Their their forecast from Yiska out and Twitter was was you know you know bad bad juju bad omens whatever it was, and they still fumble the bag, and it's just like this is this is like nearly a winnable game, and then we're just like you know what we should do. By the way, by the way, people there's I know there's a non-zero amount of people that are like oh we well, you know, of course you play the Hanzo versus Sigma you know chill break Lel. Just remember, Sojin charges Railgun off yeah. shooting shields. Very little shields exist in this game now. Yeah. What shields do exist is a playground for Sojin to get a lot of rail time, rail uptime. <laughs> so that's like a better argument for Sojin to be played when a yeah. Sigma's on the field. I, in my opinion, where you can farm the Sigma shield for rail and then just snipe people from across the map off the back of it. It's a very, it's a very consistent way to get rail charge. So... That's why I think like teams should be playing more. And yeah, I, I don't really watch this game, uh, so maybe you can tell me, Joe. But mm. Happy and Decay were they the difference makers? Because you know, yes. Happy Surgeon was was a thing we've been talking about for a while. Yep. Decay we know has gone on the traces, so it was I guess yep. the DPS line of Washington probably was a big part of them staying competitive, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, go re literally rewatch the first like fight on push. Dante gets snuffed immediately that boy was starched he had no presence on that map for the most part and it partly came down to i think in the most part came down to not or <laughs> to decay's performance on ash he was a little aggressive i'll give him that uh and then i think that's like up his alley i think that makes perfect sense for him maybe a little bit forward but like he was a great benefactor or, or a great facilitator at shutting down dante's tracer absolutely snuffing him out no questions asked and of course like he's gonna be like at this point we have to wonder if it's in his contract if he's like ever gonna get subbed out well we actually saw that last stage so. dante no 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 decay and then the issue the issue for me is like decay happy looks good like you have the soldier the sojourn like seems to be the meta why aren't we just playing it more why don't we just like forget assassin exists for a little bit why don't we just forget that haha funny hero, cheeky, crazy, kooky, like somber character exists for just a second and we just play the meta? You can even leave. They Mag do, in. don't they? So they sub happy out? They yes. sub happy out? Oh, they did. It, it seems like every other map they're just like, hmm. That roster is a little deep. Well, the thing is, I think I think Washington don't want to play Kalios on control maps, right? Because he doesn't play dive heroes. I think that's fine. I think if you want to play Mag on Doom. That's fine. I'm chair like that's fine. I don't really care for it either way. Just leave happy in. But I agree on the happy soldier. decay. I agree on the happy decay point. I think that's important to the team. That's yeah. clearly your team's biggest strength. Yes. Just no more wrecking even, ball. Even if you look at the other heroes as like sorry, the other players is like, okay, they can all do reasonable things at times, but happy and decay 
that's your rock like that's the thing you your entire team is going to live and die by happy and decayed you that's got to be it so if nothing else i think that that i can agree with i can see why washington went for mag on control maps because i don't think they want to do the poker thing where they're stuck on diva sure so it's understandable like i you know i rate it i I understand why they play mag there but like the sombra why the sombra and the ball no more ball i just got baited I just got a ball's fine. I think ball's good in this meta for specific yeah, maps. I think the hero's fine. I think mag on that hero is not fine. We'll just put him on Doom. So what's he gonna play? How good is his Doom? I actually don't know how. I think it's better is. than his ball. Okay. All right. And no more Sombra. Until it plays and everyone gets baited. <laughs> uh, I'm a man of. So like, uh, let me get this straight. Is this a justice conversation or an outlaws conversation? Which I think team are we? Both Matt, like both teams in general, are very confusing to me. Um, and I, I genuinely don't know how to feel about the outlaws. They should be. This should have been an easy game for them. Should have been. Yeah, the happy decay made it hard, right? It feels like it, but it. Sh- I, I don't know that like, and maybe this is merit not being more comfortable on the sombra. Or on, I mean, on the sojourn, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, he, it's he's definitely in... not comfortable in the sombra. I'll tell you that. Nope. <laughs> it, like Pelican is fine. I think like his tracers like never been his like the shining point of his hero pool, but like it it does the job. Yeah, I don't Bro, know. They subbed out Pelican. Did they? Oh yeah, they did play Dante. That's right. They subbed out Pelican. Yeah. Okay, Isco, mm-hmm. jump in here. Right. Jump in here. Jump, get amongst it, d- d- uh, and talk about what specifically. What talk I about hear? London. This is your opportunity. Nuki's uh, gone now. Uh, ah, there you go. Uh, they're not winning against Dallas. Okay, winning now against talk about Washington. Now look at now talk about Washington and Houston. Okay, London Washington will be a scary game for Washington. I believe that. Oh shit! Um, London's a decent team. Th- that's that's in two weeks. That's not next week. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's see. Justice. Bro, they uh, they got to watch out, right? Like that they are mi- not missing midseason. Yep. This is... The London game might even be make or break. They had five points and they're playing Ooh, Toronto. On five points. Yeah. They're playing Toronto, Gladiators, London, and even Vancouver is not a gimme at this point, I think. As crazy as that sounds, it's true. I think D-Pay's Vancouver yeah. already looks monumentally Improved, better. yeah. For sure. Does Vancouver play Toronto? I want to see that a- ASAP. Oh, I think that's winnable. I think that's actually yeah, winnable yeah, for Vancouver. Yeah, Ah, oh, they're not. Ah, oh, that would have been so good. <sighs> Man. Yeah. So, Toronto. I mean, Toronto play. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Um. I- I want one of you guys to be bold and brave enough to pred Vancouver versus Dallas. No, I nah. Who, ha- who show me the third test score? Who has the third test score? To, to I mean, at that pay? yes, like <laughs> I would have had to sleep three years in the Chernobyl site in order to develop three testicles and the brain deficiencies <laughs> in order for me to have that take at this point. Now, of course, this is going to come back and it's going to happen. And I'm I, like, I, I'll have to live in Chernobyl for the rest of my life. I, I already know I jinxed yeah, it now, but yeah, very unlikely to happen. 
Now, Houston and Justice, though. Yeah. Um, Justice, once again, I don't know. Like they, I don't really know what it's what I do put it down to, man. Like they once again they showed like a pretty good, like you know, base setup at the start of the season, and now we're swimming again a little bit right here, right? Like, what what's going on there? Okay. And like, I. I they gotta get their shit together, man. It's so frustrating sure, because Mag, they have. Mag did play Duke. Mag did play Duke. I know, and that's what's confusing. It's like there's the, everything that he said about his doom seems like he's very confident in it. I would guess that the team's probably confident in it if they're gonna play it. So why the fuck are you playing Wrecking Ball, a hero that he has never performed well? Because Wrecking Ball is good in the meta. <laughs> that's legitimately the reason. What else do you want to know? It's the real reason. I don't understand why everybody's just baited by like, ah, oh, yes, good hero. Can my player play good hero? No, mm, play it anyways. Sick. <laughs> by the way, can can I ask? Some people in while we were in watch party, and I don't understand that take, but some people have said Sombra is good into wrecking ball. Like good for one second. Yeah, for yeah. Is that not the case? It's like I'm fighting Mike Tyson, and for one second, every eight seconds, he's not to, not allowed to punch back. But all the other seconds, he is very much allowed to push my shit in. Is that yeah, not how it works? In those one second, Jessica. We just win in that one second. But I got no fine. punch. Like, Mike Tyson will just, you know, go like this. Well, if he punches us, then we misplayed. You know, we just have to play better. Ah, oh, bro. I don't understand. I don't... Ah oh, man. So yeah, I I don't know. Like the um that that entire spiel there doesn't make sense to me. But also, what what do I know? Like you're not bursting a wrecking ball surely in that one percent uh, one second window, right? Like you're not. Sombra, you're not. Hell no, wrecking ball seven hundred HP. <laughs> Instantly escape and uses the fucking shield button, presses the shield button, then runs away instantly after one second hack is gone. So right. even if you push through most of the 700 HP, he just heals up more, he just heals up a chunk of it and then runs away. You yeah. can't catch him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Mirror did play Sojin. They just didn't play it on the other maps. You only play on the last map. What's going yep. on? I don't know. Yeah, that, that's that's why I highlight this game. It's just like confusing all around. Where it's like we're seeing Ash on maps that's like kind of weird. Where it's like, okay, Oasis like theoretically makes a little bit of sense but it seems like it's a pretty fast-paced like map like you want to be like maybe diving around you want to be playing the doomfist on most also, of these maps Why are we i don't necessarily i don't necessarily hate the assassin sombra into dante doom because they're trying to give mag a much cleaner matchup in terms of his doom isn't going to get badly affected but you know washington yeah. can just kind of fuck around with dante's that being said eris did play the uh anna which can mess with with Mag, so I don't know. There's that's it's a little something there. I don't know. It's it's interesting take from Justice in terms of how they want to play this. So they're just trying to play like a hard dive with Sombra Tracer, even though only one of those heroes does something. Does an assassin play Genji? Literally, just play Genji. He does. He, does. he actually does. Just fucking all in with Genji. Well, I don't think teams are comfortable playing Genji without Anna. I guess. That's I mean, you have packs though with Break. Is that like not enough? I don't know. No, they don't think it's enough. I don't think teams are comfortable with Aldeana. They they don't think the uh, packs are enough, no, to answer your question. Okay. 
Nope. Is that it? I think Any so. Other comments? Any other teams you want to name drop? We good? Shout out to Kai. Shout out to Proper. By the way, shit. By the way, talked about Kai very early on. Mm-hmm. Preseason mentioned that he was the best Sombra. Yeah. Sombra, Sojin. So yeah. Boom. Best Sojin. Yeah. yeah. Fucking told you all. Yeah. And of course, no one will credit me for saying it first, but fuck these guys stealing my credit. <laughs> Give me my deserved clout for yeah. for printing this shit first, for saying this shit first. Yeah. So saw that thing on Reddit where it's like, oh man, you know, let me let me collate all the different uh, all the different comments from people saying Kai was good at Sojourn left me out. Just fucking left me out. <laughs> Fuck you. Never get my due credit. I never get my due credit for things like this. <laughs> fucking yeah. annoying. Really annoying. Yeah, feel that. You know. It's like I actually invented the light bulb and then Edison took credit. It's like, fuck that guy. Never get, never get my due credit. Um, you know Edison w- wouldn't be able to, right? Can't even play Reaper well. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, what else we got? Any other team anyone wants to mention? Are we done? We're calling it? Let's call it. Let's call Good. it. Okay, cool. Uh, sorry, we're not going to talk about Boston or Boston's shock. We kind of talked about shock. Actually, we the only team we didn't really talk about was we didn't talk about Glads and talk about Boston. Mm-hmm. Somewhat talked about the shock. Glads beat up Glock, on Vancouver and Paris. Lost over Paris. Lost over Vancouver. Mainly focusing on teams that still have a shot in in, in yeah. I think the midseason. So, you know, maybe next week we'll have some more matches where interesting things happen and those teams we can sort of dive into. We actually didn't talk that much about Atlanta either, to be fair with you. Mm. Um, but I thought Atlanta had a really good week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 3-2 Boston game probably deserves a bit of talking about, but we're about to run out of time. So it is what it is. Going to have to skip that one for this week. Sorry, guys. Um, speaking of which, 241, done and dusted. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.